Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I am your host, David, a little under the weather today, but still here. And I'm joined with Jen. Hey, guys. I'm joined with Lou, back from the grave. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And, I, and, I'm, jo- and I'm joined by uh, replacing G. What up, Ryan? What's going on? Happy uh, Christmas and New Year's to everyone who celebrates. It's a young firewall right there. Yeah, even though <laughs> even though Ryan's seen live movies all year, he decided to come on for our year-end show <laughs> yeah. where he looked <laughs> back at some of the best and worst of the year. Um, yeah, so pretty much that's what we're covering this week. 2018. Well, to be has- fair, I've seen more movies. It's just some of them weren't from this year, and you won't let me put them The on, most so. Ryan text I've gotten <laughs> in a while was yesterday we were prepping. And I get a text from Ryan, and Ryan's like, hey, I have a question. So I know this is just for movies about 2018, but uh, can I put movies from 2017, too? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with a hard no. It's not it. That's worth a shot. Because, I mean, I've, to be honest, great. because I didn't see Greatest Showman until Martin Luther King Day. And, um, and I didn't see... Um, my favorite movie in this can since it's from not from this year, it's not on the yeah. list, so it's not a spoiler. Um uh The Last Movie Star. I freaking love that movie. Well you you mentioned it now, so it could be a late, late, late twenty seventeen honorable mention. There you go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I didn't watch it then, so now it's on my twenty seventeen honorable mention. There you go. All <laughs> right. So yeah, outside of outside of that, just look in the, the usual news and notes in hollywood and movies and tv but we can get started with a great great highlight for jen Uh-oh. sabrina's back and renewed okay yay so how about like there was some screwy reporting before so they re- somebody like i don't know who did it first but they reported that they got renewed for like two whole seasons like three and four but really they just got renewed for season two so <laughs> i don't know why there was a lot of miscommunication and we saw the christmas episode which was Really good. It was really good. It sets up what happens with a certain character. Which character? I'm not going to spoil it. No, but which character? What are you talking about? The character that was born at the end of the season. All right. Jen did okay. not pay attention. <laughs> no, I, I don't, no, I lo- like, well, Jen does that sometimes. When she big, watches shows, she just she stays on her phone, and she's like, I'm paying attention. I'm paying no, attention. No. I'm like, that, what just happened? Those are only the shows that you make me watch, not the ones I watch. So, <laughs> next, so, next time, so next time Jen makes me watch <laughs> something, I'm just going to be on my phone yeah. the whole time. It's <laughs> the stuff that he's like, let's watch this 30 for 30 documentary. <laughs> so, and like, whatever. And I'm like, She doesn't want to watch Jordan's Eat the Bus, bro. So I'll remember that. Next time Jen makes me want to watch Grease 2 or some trash movie she likes. No. I'm gonna be on my phone the whole time. Gotcha. I got it. I got me, it. The same thing when I try and make Casey watch old pay per views or like make her watch something else to wrestle with. She'll be like, okay, yeah, I whatever. Never get my Jen, Jen roped me in by actually caring about stuff that I show her way back when in 2014. Now she's like, ah, I don't give a fuck. No, it's that's, just that's now, the game, bro. You know you gotta play the game. Yeah, man. Just now the product is. Uh, Wow. low at the moment, but it's okay. I'll take the compliment. We just turned into an episode yeah. of the film. So how do you really feel? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, it sets it up, but she just... she. Well, yeah, she says she's going to give it up. Yeah. That's you, a setup. It, yeah, but it's, it's really actually very minor because I know where she's going, so... it's kind Where's of she off. going? Across the street? No, she's going to the witch in the Corner forest. Corner store? Spoiler she's going to Riverdale. Going to Rite Aid? She's going to the witch, to the witch in the forest. Shout out to the Witcher Four. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, it was really good, so I'm excited. April, I think it's April eighth, seventh or eighth, that it comes back. Um, 
part two of season one comes back to Netflix. I'm very, very excited. I think it's going to follow the, the book, um, but it'll take a few seasons to get to the main storyline of the book. But definitely uh, Madam Satan is going to play a very, very big part and continue. And I actually think the cameo that someone made in the Christmas episode was really Madam Satan mm. uh, playing a trick. But we'll find out. Yep. Um, in sad news, though, we lost one of Pioneer in directing. Uh-oh. Penny Marshall passed away this week. Rest in peace. Yeah, that was sad. R.I.P. Penny. Laverne and Shirley. She was on Happy Days. And she um, was first female director that really broke through with a box office hit with Big. Big. A League of Their Own. She did Awakenings. She did Renaissance Man. Her really great films. And her great cameo in Hocus Pocus. Her great cameo, yes, in Hocus Pocus <laughs> with her brother, Gary. Um... <laughs> She was actually named after Carol Lombard. So she's Carol Penny Marshall, for anyone that didn't know. And Carol Lombard is a famous actress of old Hollywood who actually was married to Clark Gable. And sadly, she passed away in a plane crash. Um, Fun facts, people. That's not a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) So rest in peace, Penny Marshall. Uh, G's not here to go back and forth with you on this, but do you want to talk about the Elijah Dushku situation? Oh, man. What's going on with Elijah? Wait, what happened? So that whole thing. So she was. So basically, she was promised. Uh, she signed on to do the sh- the show on CBS called Bull. I'm. I guess it's about a doctor, right, or a lawyer, or the I don't stock watch market. It, and I definitely won't watch it now. Um, so she was signed on to play like the lead actress and a regular for a certain number of seasons. But as she's, you know, she's there for the first couple seasons, and. Or I think she was only there really for like the first season. And her co-star, Michael Weatherly, of Dark Angel fame, uh, he used to date Jessica Alba also. Anyway, You guy. watched Dark Angel, didn't and you, Ryan? Just say you did. Just say no, you watched that trash. I, I, I can honestly say I don't remember watching it. <laughs> You're, you shocked me today. Dark Angel is so... You watched Dark Angel? Yeah, I watched Dark Angel. Ugh. His thing was Birds of Prey. And, uh... Yeah. Birds of Prey was not bad. He starts making (laughs) he starts sexually harassing her, making like very lewd comments about her looks, about all these just workplace harassment. Um, He says all these things in front of crew people, like no one says anything. Basically, then she like had a talk with him and was like, "Hey, stop doing it! Like, you need to respect me, whatever." And then I guess he immediately called the showrunner and like he's also butt buddies with Les Moonves of cbs fame so uh basically he just you know he called him up he's like write her off the show so they wrote her off the show and she sued them she got the amount technically the papers were reporting was a secret settlement but how is it a secret when you start reporting the amount so i don't really get it but whatever they basically paid her all the back pay that she would have been owed had she continued on the show which I think is right, but I think what was more important was the fact that she sued him for it and CBS, and basically CBS is still holding their ground with Michael Weatherly. They still got his back, and actually they were all not supposed to talk about the settlement itself, and Michael Weatherly and the showrunner came out with a statement basically bashing her, so she actually in the, I believe it was the Boston Globe, because she's from Boston, she wrote an article detailing exactly everything that happened play by play 
and saying, you know, I'm not supposed to say any of this because I was respecting the settlement, but these people decided to come out. So she said, you know, she felt like she had to come out and say it. And if you read all the stuff he did to her, let alone probably what he's doing to other women, because I would not be surprised if someone else would come out. Um, it's pretty it's pretty crazy stuff. So power to her. Um, Don't fuck with faith. I think right, <laughs> right, and like that was some of the stuff. Right if you read the article, she's even said she's like, it's not. She's like, I don't care if you're giving me like a compliment or you're. It's not about that. It's about the fact that like you're telling me like he made a rape joke in front of her, uh, like for you know her being raped, like all of this crazy shit. Um, he put her, he Ooh. humiliated her at a rap party, know, ver knowing very well that she's sober. She's been actually sober for 10 years. And oh. he wanted to call her out on a champagne toast and was basically, I need a pretty woman to help me open this bottle or something. And it was basically like calling her out in front of all of the crew. Like it was all this crazy stuff. And she's like, I've played a, a cheerleader turned slayer. She's like, I've been, you know, like, I don't care about. You know, all these things. Or I think one time he even brought up pictures or he made a comment like, oh, she's been in Maxim. That's not an excuse to harass someone. No. What they do with their body and what they put out there is not a that's not that's up to them. That's not something to say. Yeah, because I'm wearing this. I deserve to be raped. So like whatever. So the guy's a scumbag. So I hope they cancel the show. But whatever. Yeah, it's pretty sleazy. Yeah. What are you going to say, David? I got nothing you to say. Face. No, yeah, this is... Yeah, I got nothing to add to this. Um, you know, it's just promoting... CBS protecting him is just promoting more of this, like, bad culture. And it's only making them look bad in the end. Yeah, honestly. I mean, that whole... With the whole thing with Les Moonves and then just the fact that, like, you know, all this stuff. And she even... Actually, she even shouted out my boy Leo in her article because she's like, I've been part of this, like... Um, what did she say? Frat boy culture. Or she's been like, she's like, I've dealt, I've done movies with Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I've done all these things. And like, I've been in the boys club. Like I know how it is. I've been on Howard Stern. I get it. But this was not that. What movie she do with Leo? Um, that's a good question. I actually all right. Don't know. So, all right. No. So why, so while you look that up, we'll, we'll move on from there. Um, any other news guys? Oh, I did want to mention, even though Ryan hasn't seen it, uh, Elseworld premiered and how was uh, it so i i told you off the line and i mentioned it when i first saw images so i admit i'm 150 percent wrong on ruby rose okay she yeah went, you gave me so much shit for that on uh yeah Spin no i'm a hundred <laughs> i was a hundred percent wrong she was she kicked ass she really awesome. really did well uh yeah she was really good i still have to finish the last episode of elseworld but um she did really good. Like, I would want to see her own show. I would watch it, kind of like how I watch Supergirl, which I actually have so, to catch up on. So, Rai, they, not, this is a little spoiler, but not too, too into depth of what oh, she does on the show. It's all good. So, yeah, they kind of talk about, in this world, Batman is a myth more than an actual person. Okay, I dig that. So, Green Arrow is very very dismissive he's like i'm the one true vigilante so when they go to gotham they set it up well in the first episode because they uh you know how green arrow is now the flash and the flash is now green arrow so on so forth yeah. so they see a picture and green arrow is drawing the flaw of the flash is drawing a sketch and then all of a sudden he's like oh i know where we're going and then you see a shot of wayne tower 
So they go to Gotham, oh, wow. and they set up really well because that episode ends with Batwoman on the roof, kind of like watching over the city. And uh, they kind of set up what the DCEU does, and they make Gotham look really, really bad. Like it's a giant dump, uh-huh. like a giant crime city. Okay. But they talk about um, they talk about Batman and how Batman is real, but to a lot of people, he's just a myth because they've never seen him type of deal. Yeah, like so, look at uh, in the anime series, they did the episode where they did the other uh, three incarnations of Batman, where it was the kids talking about him, and they were it was they they did a little bit of a Dark Knight. I think it's like in the last season of the anime series, they did something like that where they treated him like a myth, and in the very end he comes and he kicks. I think it was Firefly's ass. Yeah. So and then to finish off on like the non spoilery, so how they get yeah. how they get rid of batman per se is they say that well we haven't seen him in years and bruce wayne left years ago too because they talk about wayne tower being abandoned and they're like why is it abandoned but bruce wayne left so that's the way they kind of write off batman Batman. but once you see batwoman come in it's 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 good shit it's good shit uh that's all i'll say but uh i'm all in on a show i'm all in on a show because it flirts with supergirl she's giving off those vibes yeah you kind of see that in the (laughs) in the episode (laughs) That's why. Oh, speaking of Supergirl, I saw the article you guys uh, tweeted that the, it gave it the season high. Do you think it's because of Elseworlds, or is it? Yeah, it's Elseworlds. Better time slot. No, okay, it's a, I think it time I, slot. G would probably answer that better because he's yeah, our TV guy. But I think that um, Elseworlds. I think all the three shows were up this week because of it. Because I don't watch Arrow. You know, I don't watch Arrow. <laughs> Arrow is like I'm. All out, but nothing. But you're still out. Like even when you watch, yeah. Anything, you and I love, and I love Stephen Amell. Don't get me wrong, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Best, I can't. Uh, I can't. Celebrity, celebrity wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I. I don't know. I just really can't get into it. But um, it's very good. Like the whole Elf Soldier is very good, and they set up Crisis on Infinite Earth for next year, which will be awesome. Oh, okay. Um, you think they bring in any of the movies for nah, that? Like, nah, you think they? Oh, nah. that's what you gotta do for that. And I. Oh, by the way, I think Superman is in the wrong genre. I don't think he should be movies. I think he should be strictly TV because I really like uh, Seventh Heaven guy. Tyler Hoechlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's really good at Superman. Like I. Oh, Team speaking Wolf. of movies and TV with DC, have you seen what? Uh, the cyborg for the Doom Patrol on oh the streaming app looks like. So I didn't that see the trailer, but I saw I saw the picture. Oh my god! He looks like he looks like the you know when you go to like the dollar store and <laughs> yes. you see like Bat Guy. That's see, I think he looks better than the movie at least. So no, I think he no, he doesn't. He, he I think lo- it looks more like the comic. <laughs> he looks like if they made the Justice League movie in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not in on Doom Patrol. So, where are you, have you started Titan yet? No, it's finally done, so I can finally finish, start, uh, get to it, and binge through it. Yeah, um, I saw the first, I saw the first five minutes of the first episode before I saw that it wasn't complete, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. Um, is uh, your boy in it? Your boy Red Hood's in it, right? I guys just said he's uh he's, first of all he's not my boy he's not even my top five fucking <laughs> asshole <laughs> he uh I'm at the episode right before and then things have gotten crazy maybe we'll watch some of that tonight all right um and then I guess we get to the segment that we get to every week on what have we watched this week 
Lou yeah. hasn't been here for a while. I know. So I'm gonna see what Lou's watched. Uh, I should have wrote this down, but I, I definitely saw I saw Halloween. What do you think? I will get to that later. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what we'll disagree on. Okay. okay. I know where you're going. Um, I'll get get back to me. I gotta remember. Put me on the spot here. All right. So Jen and I saw Mary Poppins Returns and Aquaman. We saw Aquaman. And that's it, right? Since last week, I think that's all we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably going to catch, because remember, this episode will be a little closer to the end of the year. So, yeah, we're going to watch Vice. Vice. And then uh, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. And I think that's it. I think we've pretty much gone through everything. Oh, I saw saw Roma. I still have to watch Roma on Netflix. It's my number 35 of the year. And (laughs) what? Right? Number thirty-five of the like, how you, that's very specific. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, because you gotta watch well, with a clipboard. <laughs> well, it's a nice little segue, right? Good segue. That is thanks <laughs> to the folks at Letterbox. So Real Talk has an account on Letterbox, and it kind of keeps track of what we've seen, our reviews, so on and so forth. And we're out there, out there with a whole bunch of cinephiles. And what the great thing about Letterbox is, is that it allows you to create lists. And I keep track of my top tens for the year, the top tens for the decade. All the all the stuff that we do on the podcast, I share it on Letterboxd so everyone can see. If they didn't listen to the podcast, they can see it on Letterboxd, which is a great, great, great method to keep track of what the hell you watch, too. So it's a website and an app, and it's uh, spelled L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. Um, so be sure to check it out and we are not getting paid for this. Yeah, we're just promote. we're just, promo- just, we're, just pr- pr- <laughs> we're just throwing some love because I really, really enjoy it. But maybe after they hear this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's... I'm downloading it right now. Yeah, that's how I've kept track of the very thing I've watched this year. That's how I know Roman's number 35. Um, <laughs> but no, like... I, Real quick side note. What's up? I was just on, like, uh, movies in, that you've seen. Has anyone seen Grinch? And if, like, how is so, it? I liked it. It hasn't changed the mold. Right, like the story is okay. very much the same. I, um, but I did like the end. Well, Lou won't like this. I did like it better than the Jim Carrey uh, one. See? Oh. oh no, I like the Jim Carrey one. But Good. I like I did like this one, and I thought Max was really cute. Like I did like I really enjoyed the animation on it, the drawing itself, and okay. I I like Cindy Lou is like she's sort adorable. Of she's not Jenny from Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, that too. That she's Imagine not. Use her voice. She she's cute though. Like, but she's, a she's little... really cute, and I like I do like that she's kind of badass. Like she's like what skateboard like while well, snowboarding and and there's a character that Keenan Thompson really plays cool. that's hilarious. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's good. I it like it. Fun. Yeah. So it's nothing. We're thinking about going to see that today instead of no, no, no. Watch Mary Poppins. Watch Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah watch We're trying Mary to get Poppins. the Christmas mood, but okay. So try to. You could do both. So I'll hold on Aquaman for a second. But Mary Poppins Returns is excellent. I loved it. Um, so <clears throat> my review is coming out next week on it. But I'll say that it's a little bit overlong because of a certain scene with one of the greatest actresses of all time. Meryl Streep is in it. And there's a musical number that really doesn't fit. And I think Jen, Jen didn't say it until we talked about it yesterday. But I think she agreed with me. It's like, like you didn't really need Meryl in this. And there's no Meryl. there's no payoff to that scene. They go there for a specific purpose, and you'll see what I mean, Ryan, when you watch it. Okay. There's no payoff to it. Yeah. Because it was you, almost like let's just we need Meryl in this. And you didn't. We want Meryl in this. Let's stick her in here for a scene and then you'll never see her again. So it's kinda like And it's the worst song in the movie. Oh, like so when you watch it that and you know, the fact that it goes with the worst song in the movie, you're like, ah, it really doesn't fit. But Emily Blunt was Emily Blunt voice. is 
and I, I'll get to it a little later on when I do want to mention some Oscar stuff too. But Emily Blunt is fucking tremendous. She is amazing in this movie. I think she might be a double nominee at the Oscars this year because I think she might get supporting actress for A Quiet Place, which would be baller. And I think she, I think she could win. I don't think she has a. She's not one of those. She's going to be a nominee. I think she could contend to win. Like it's her and Lady Gaga. That's who I got as my one and two. So, and it has. I mentioned in my top ten. There's another movie that I mentioned that has my favorite scene of the year. But this has one of my favorite musical numbers. My one of my favorite scenes of the year. One of my favorite musical numbers I've ever seen in a musical. What's the song? Triple Little Life, Fantastic. So that'll be, and if it gets nominated for best original song, I think that's a song that goes with it. Right now, I have it nominated for ten Oscars, so we shall see what happens. And then Aquaman. All right, so so Aquaman. So I expected. Well, Ryan knows how I feel about DC. <laughs> I expect it to be really, really bored and really. <laughs> sh- I kind of like it more than Wonder Woman. Wow. Okay, say that a little louder because they're not going to hear you, actually. I said I kind of <laughs> like... recording purposes I kind of like it more than Wonder Woman. Say it with your chest. Oh, my God. For real? <laughs> he kind of likes it more than Wonder Woman. They're going to hear me. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, all right. It sticks the landing a lot better. Yeah, it's really good. And it doesn't try to be serious. Oh, and that's what I love about Wonder Woman, too, that it doesn't really try to be serious. It's not overly dark like, you know, those other trash movies in the DCEU. Um, Why would you say that name? <laughs> Really Listen, you love that shit actually. for a while. I think as a whole, I really like the whole like everyone that was cast. I yeah, Jason really Momoa is fucking really good at it. Um, really good. I think yeah, that everything it, I see with him, I just want to grow up to be him at this point. And the <laughs> one thing I remember, um, this goes back to the Entourage days. Uh-huh. You know when they joked around Vinny Chase playing Aquaman yeah. and they brought in that suit. <laughs> I always and in the comics, it's just fucking cheesy ass suit. Yeah. When he puts that, when him. he puts that shit on, man, he looks like a complete fucking badass. And you'll, and you'll, and you'll see. You saw right. What do you think, right? Do you think it looks cheesy on him or? No, I think I love the suit. I can't. I, you know, a lot of people want to credit like you know um, the recent run he had in the comics, but I think Aquaman really became serious again, taken serious again after the Injustice games. And they pulled it off, and he pulled off the suit. And well, I think I this saw... is based on a. So this is based off Jeff Johns' run on Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. I so I think that's another reason that it worked because Jeff Johns. So you know what I like though too is that like you go through most women. of the movie. No, 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 no. You go what? Most what of... you like women? I don't know. You go through <laughs> most of the movie, and he's not really wearing like he doesn't have a. Suit don't spoil yet. it. He don't whatever. spoil it. No, it's not a spoiler. But then, well, the trailer some... made it seem like he didn't have the suit for, for yeah. Most of the movie. So he doesn't have any kind of suit. So you don't really, you know. And then all of a sudden, then when he gets it, I think it just makes it more. It's powerful. a very, very good payoff to when he gets good. it. The trailer made it seem like he was just Nathan drinking out here. All, the, for the movie. There is moments of Uncharted in yeah, it though. It like, like and it. funny, I yeah. was telling Jen yeah. when, when that moment happened, I'm like, oh, I guess we're in, Unchar- in Uncharted now. Basically. And I mean, <laughs> David was crushing hard on Amber Heard. Are they Ariel looking chick? Yeah, with the redhead, and she, he's like, is "She a real redhead?" <laughs> Going to be cheating on Emma Stone, David? I think so. I think he is. Ryan, I would never, ever cheat on Emma Stone. <laughs> She's my favorite redhead, and the only redhead in my life. It's funny. After the movie, I was like, 
because I, I didn't know who that was. I was like, who's that hot redhead? I go, that is a wig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. He's you like, have to rank damn. Them. All right, go ahead. Emma Stone. Okay. Pops. Sneakers. Emma Stone. Actually, you're in the right order. You're actually in the right order. <laughs> oh, pops. Okay. Good job, Ryan. You know me so well. I think I think I would go in that order. A, lo- a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far pops, away, I would have gone with sneakers, Emma Stone, and pops. But and where's Jenny here? Uh, somewhere there. <laughs> number thirty-five. Yeah. All right. So, but no, I. I it's funny. It's funny though. Going back on the uh, on the Aquaman stuff, like I think that it's funny that I'm seeing it at like a 67, 68 percent on RT. Uh, I get. I don't know. So I think I everyone know. had a good purpose. Like I really enjoyed uh, Nicole Kidman's Atlanta. I liked William Dafoe in it. I think Patrick Wilson was a good villain. I, I didn't. No, I thought he was a good in the sense of like his motivation was like. And then I I thought it was an interesting end. Not to spoil anything. Um, at the movie, but then really the other villain. So I love. I don't know, right? So I, I, I don't know how you feel. I really like Black Manta. So I okay, think he I was, was just the thinking. Better. Well, he was definitely he, he looked pretty, look pretty badass in the trailer. I can't believe they pulled off Black Manta so fucking well. I was and wondering like, how they were going to put that suit together. So and the fact that they did it so well, they made like they you you know we talked about it just a couple seconds ago with the uh, with Aquaman suit, but shit. That is a ridiculous yeah, looking looks... helmet that should not work yeah. live action. What I mean, sh- and, and the... need to give James Wan X Men so he can put them in the yellow suits and make it look cool. It's funny because I, the one thing that I've always said, even throughout this process, is wow, I'm not excited for Aquaman. James Wan is the only thing that's keeping me like ten percent in, and he he doesn't take it too serious. And oh, no. it could have been bad because the whole. I would say what, like seventy percent of the movies underwater. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Most of the movies underwater. Yeah, most of the movies underwater. But it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad I at think all. It looks bad. It looks I like. Think it looks really good. It looks like you're gonna meet like. Way better than that end of Wonder Woman. Though. It looks like you're gonna meet Jar Jar down there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like it looks good. It looks good. So. Um, oh my god! Now oh. I want to see like. A- <laughs> Something of Aquaman beating the crap out of Jar Jar. So, <laughs> and, uh, and I want Ginger Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren with a <laughs> with with a new light on his career. He two two great movies in in the, in the fast two weeks. in the fast in the past few weeks. Yeah. Um. So I did want to say in terms of I do like Aquaman a little bit better. Wonder Woman still has the best moment, and that's when she goes up the stairs during the battle. Yeah, no Man's Land. Yeah. No, no Man's Land. Yeah. That still tops anything. And oh, yeah. well, Jen's looking at me like I can't believe you did that. No, <laughs> who knows? Maybe when I watch Wonder Woman again, I'll think differently. But no, I think Wonder Woman 1984 is gonna have a better villain, though. I think it'll it won't look as cheesy as the first one did. Because I think but Wonder yeah. Woman starts off so well, and it's not a typical DC movie, and, and then, then it, it just ends, and then at the end, it's just like ah, oh, it's just another DCEU. But, but I think this one with Cheetah and then to will fi- be better, and then to finish off on the. Aquaman stuff. All I did thinking after the movie was like, imagine they did Wonder Woman and then Aquaman and then Batman and then you know they had Man yeah, of Steel the sh- and they actually Shazam. I will say this with Shazam. I, you guys, we talked. I think maybe I was even on the episode, but when we were talking about uh, how the audience didn't really react to Shazam, I will say uh, during Aquaman, better reaction to Shazam. I really did like how it played on the big screen there, and it, 
I am actually really looking forward so, to So, Jen and I have seen that trailer like 72 times already. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm i looking forward to it because I like Zachary Levy. Um, obviously from like Tangled and Chuck. So, I'm excited to see him. So, that's really why I'm more in is because of him. So, and I think he has good comedic timing. And he was also on season two of Mrs. Maisel. So, I was like, oh my God. And you could tell because he was a lot bulkier. So, I think he was filming... The Marvelous Shazam. Mrs. Maisel and Shazam <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, so we shall see. Lou, before we get into our main topic, did you see the Avengers trailer? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, uh, it, it, it's a good setup. They didn't really give us much, yeah. but, you know, got me a little excited. Cool, cool. I mean, it's one of my most anticipated movies of the year, so any little thing we got, I'm going to good. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's pretty oh, much... Yes. Was it a new trip? Did you guys get the newer trailer? There's a newer trailer. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Ryan got the that, did you, you, Ryan, did you actually click the article? No, Ryan saw the European trailer. No, I just, no, but I'm talking <laughs> about the one trailer I saw on my on Spin Rat on Spin Cycle, and then I saw something a little bit different. On uh, there is an IMAX theater. trailer which we saw that's supposed to be different because it's you know how the screen's bigger. Yeah, you really don't fucking see any difference. We saw it when we they played it during Aquaman. We didn't really see anything. That's too crazy crazy and maybe different. I just didn't pick, maybe I just picked up on different things I didn't pick up on when I watched it at home. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just me, but I didn't see anything different. But. I mean, we saw Aquaman in 3D, so... Oh, man. How was it in 3D? No. It wasn't bad. I, I mean, it looked good, but I really have a... The movies haven't gotten that bad lately. They, they really settled down to 3D and just made it make sense. I don't yeah. normally gravitate towards 3D movies, but it wasn't... I mean, it was the right time. For this one worked because, especially when you see all the, like, the, yeah. the animals and fish and stuff like that, so it worked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty much get, get to it. Um, we'll finish off with some Oscar talk. I do want to talk to, I guess, Jen, since no one else here is <laughs> into the race. Well, um, before you get into that, like, I, to finish off on the Avengers trailer, I just want to say it was a little weird to me that they ended it with Ant-Man instead of Captain Marvel. I feel like that could have been like the great... No, because because trying to save it for the for the, save it for the movie. No, I don't think it's going to be in the, you the trailer. You don't think it's going to be in nah, any trailer? No way. Well, because Captain Marvel was going to well, because Captain Marvel I mean, who doesn't know she's going to be in the movie? First, yeah, but then, I, that goes into like the Justice League, not the Justice League, the Batman v Superman thing. No, with no, the but, Justice League trailer. No, but I, nobody knew that. Everybody no, no, no. I thought about everyone knows Superman's going to be in Justice League. Uh huh. So I put him in the trailer. But I think right, like I think we're going to get an end credit. At the end of Captain Marvel, oh, yeah. that I think is going to tie in. Yeah, that'll tie in. So maybe that's why also they're saving it. Yeah, that's kind of see. I think everyone. I I hope Ryan agrees with this. I think we all agree that the end credit scene of Captain Marvel is going to be her receiving the page, right? Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends uh, on what time she's in. True. She gets the page. I think also. Um, I think that stuff with Ant Man at the end was to show that they're not. Did what year are they in? Actually, what year are they in? You don't know. They, There's time it, travel in this movie, I know, so. Yeah, but for me, it just seemed like a couple of months maybe afterwards. The Ant-Man didn't really add anything to that. Well, he's, have you seen they're Ant-Man still, and the Wasp? Mourning, yeah. They're still mourning the like recent, recent, recent happenings. So I think it's like a couple of months after. I don't think it's years. Oh, I think this takes place years after. Oh, well, Because I think it's supposed get, to take place. Over it then. I think it's supposed to take place five years or I something along those lines. Open. So, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, so. Let's get to it. Uh, best and worst of 2018. We saw a lot of movies this year. We didn't get to 100. I thought we would get to 100 this year. Are you sure movies. we didn't get to 100? No, we're at seven, a seven, about 70-something. Did 100 movies come out this year? I mean, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm, there's movies. like three, 400 <laughs> movies that come out a year. Um, we saw 70, 
up to this point, I've seen 72. That's still a lot of movies for the average person. Yeah. So, but I'm going to, let's start with our worst of the year. And okay, we'll get to our I best. Have five worst. So I have five worst too. Ryan, do you have five worst or you only saw like No, I, I only saw ten movies. Yeah, I saw ten <laughs> movies this year, man. Alright, so I'm talking about the average person. <laughs> like, I, saw, <laughs> I saw ten movies. <laughs> so, so we're a little bit more than average, but Alright, so I'm gonna uh, do, I'm gonna do my five five through two worst and then we'll get to it and I'll hear from Jen. So my number five worst is the Cloverfield Paradox. Fuck up, fuck up that movie. That is bad. that is bad. I was hyped for that it. That is bad. Because they played the commercial in the Super Bowl, we're gonna like it's gonna. No, they premiere. hyped that up for like the, the five hours it was. Before yeah, it launched. I think we saw like four commercials. That was one of the best marketing that year. Yep, um, for any movie. You yeah. know why it was great marketing? Because they probably knew it was gonna fucking suck. Yeah, and you get those first <laughs> couple of streams in. Yep, and then you're good to go. They you made, made your money back. They made it for that. Um, movie is terrible. Like it is fucking awful. And then. The whole setup at the end with the Cloverfield monster. You know, I, 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 I don't think the whole movie. I think it just became awful the more you watched it. Like it was good for like the first mm-hmm. half. You're like, okay, so it, I could see where they're going, and then it just deteriorated as it went. And on. by the end, you're like, oh. yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, my number four worst of the year is uh, one that I didn't. I was actually excited for. I didn't another one actually that I was excited for that I didn't think was going to be that bad. I thought it was going to be middle of the road. Was Pacific Rim Uprising? Okay. So I, I wasn't excited when I saw the trailer for that one. So I really liked the first one. It was, it was more because Guillermo del Toro directed it. Uh-huh. So I was like really into that. Oh, the movie's fucking awful. For, like poor John Boyega. Like he's had a rough couple of months. The movie's not not good at all. My number three is based a movie based on a park from New Jersey. Oh. Action Point. Yeah, that looked bad. Yeah, so I, Jen did not have the pleasure of watching this trash with me. Did not. Um, Ryan would probably love it. <laughs> I probably would. Wow. I, if it has to do with Jersey, yeah, I probably love it. The movie, <laughs> well, they don't call it Action Park; they call it Action Point. But if anyone from New Jersey knows, Action Park is very known for like the most dangerous accidents, deaths, yeah. all bunch of stuff. Jen, and do- it's Johnny Knoxville on it. So I feel like Ryan is a Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, that, you're right? definitely a Johnny Knoxville Ryan is fan. Johnny Knoxville. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was just not funny. I don't like. Oh man, I don't like dick jokes. I don't like people. I don't think it's funny when people just run into shit. I don't. That's I what don't, it was. Really? It was like a jackass of a movie. It was a lot of acts. Yeah, kind I think of. It was yeah. probably like from what it looked like, and I, I mean, I didn't see it, but from what it looked like in the trailer, it just reminded me of Jackass. Wait, so it, w- it wasn't like a scripted movie? No, it was a scripted okay. movie, but a lot of the jokes were like oh, okay, okay. Johnny Knoxville jackass hurting hurting is. himself. I'm Johnny Knoxville walking to Action Park. Yeah, and kind of. All right, and so he dresses up as my number man. two and my number one, I couldn't tell which one was worse. No, no, I could tell you which one's worse. My number two is Gotti. Oh. oh you got a lot of heat for that one. That's yeah, that one. literally heat yeah, from like... Got a little hit on your head. From the Gotti family. <laughs> um, That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, they weren't happy. Yeah, they were not happy. Um, Talk so, about bad yeah. CGI in that movie. I, 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 I almost unfollowed David on Instagram trying to save my own ass. <laughs> so, the, so, I don't... E- I don't even think Ryan would like this. It's not horrible no, that you terrible. can't watch it, it's but fucking, it is a very bad movie. It's not even f- like Robin Hood is not in my top five uh-huh. because I saw Robin Hood a few weeks ago because it's so bad. It's hilarious. Okay. Like I probably will buy it to rewatch it with Jen because it's fucking hysterical. Awesome. Like, do you know that they call the whole the whole movie Robin Hood? His name's Rob. Oh, shout out to Rob. And then when he becomes when he becomes Robin Rob Hood, Hood sounds like a rapper. When he becomes That's a good rapper name. When he becomes Robin Hood because he has like Batman, he just has an origin story. Oh. So he becomes Robin Hood and then he's just called the Hood. 
Oh, boy. Uh, set up for the sequel. And oh, do they ever set up a sequel, Ryan? Um, and I won't get into that. But yeah, um, Gotti. This is the best example. You, I don't think you were on for this episode when we when we spoke about it. So the best example I could use of how bad Gotti is is this: We have a party, July Fourth barbecue, nineteen eighty six, eighty five. Everyone's partying, hanging out, music playing in the background, Pitbull playing in the background, <laughs> Pitbull, Dolly. Pitbull. That's all I got. Yeah. The only re- the only saving grace of why it's my now my number one worst movie of the year is because my future. My future mom, Miss yes, Alina Ross. Mom. Yeah, oh, mother-in-law. Wait, what? No, he said future mom and pointed at Jenna. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> finally, finally got to meet her Her, her number one. Oh, yeah. So at the screening in Lincoln Square, my mom got to. So they advertised the Q&A, but they didn't actually announce who would be there. So we were, David was like sleuthing and we figured it had Dude, to be what? John Travolta and Kelly Preston would be there after the movie. And E showed up because he directed it. Shout out to e e. Kevin Connolly. And uh, this is uh, my mom. Gotti is to E what Medellin was I to jumped, Vinny Chase. I jumped over the movie seats at the end of the thing and I got my mom. She did it, Alfonso. So she could get a selfie with John Travolta. So and she, she did, got, which is great. Did, and she finally like got her lifelong dream of meeting John Travolta for like a second. Awesome. So you said you have? What? I'll oh, hold my, my number yeah. one. So we go. How was John in the movie? See, he was good. He was good. He was good. I, it was, I figured. I had no issue with his acting. No, I think he I was... had more issue with like the bad CGI of the New York City skyline they oh had in the God. beginning of the movie. Pitbull. Um, Pitbull. The Pitbull thing, like, I was like, really? It's, really? it's John Travolta in a movie set in the 80s. That was that was a home run for you. Like, you could have you done any disco song. Yeah. And then, uh, what else? I mean, she <laughs> Kelly Preston wasn't bad as his wife, but there was no one else <laughs> that really stood out like that either. Yeah, before, I, you know what the thing is? performances from the family were I think, good. I think what kind of like killed it was maybe that they had too much of a hand and in it. And it's funny, and I'm glad you mentioned day. that, because E, e uh, Kevin Colley was saying during the press yeah. co- the press after, he was saying that, yeah, his you son, know, the Gaudis had their... Because the they movie's had based certain... off of the book that his son wrote about their life and the experiences and his relationship with his father. So I think he had too much. He was on set a lot. Like... I think they, when people aren't from Hollywood and they don't know how things go, they were putting in way and too And they much. were very unhappy when no one liked it. It is currently at a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, shout out to the Gotti family. Uh, all that. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't give my two cents. But uh, I'm sure you guys uh, did a great job when you guys were there. It was, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was something else. All right, go ahead. Uh, so my, there were really only two worse for me. Hey, what well, was your number one? I guess three. we're gonna hold off. Oh, okay. But I have five, so if because since I, if I had to make five, so I would say I wouldn't say worth because it wasn't a horrible movie. It's just not my type of movie. So Uncle Drew is my number five. <gasps> wow. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. The only part part I really liked was Lisa Leslie. Just That's saying. bullshit. Because you said right <laughs> after the movie, I got better for this. one. you said after the movie, oh, it wasn't bad. I actually liked it. Well, it was better than I thought it would be, but it's still like I don't know. I have this thing with movies that I kind of hate when people dress up as old people, but like don't really look like old, and you can tell with the makeup and Somebody stuff. Like so. The yeah, I'm not. I, you're right. I'm not a huge Nutty Professor fan either. And David, I think, put it on the other day, and I was like, eh, I guess. You put on the Nutty Professor randomly? 
And so this happened in December in Gonzalez household. Why did I put the number? <laughs> I don't remember why. I actually don't remember why. It was mad random, and I was like, no. I don't know why. It always so Uncle Drew is my number five. Well, Uncle Drew is a good movie. Sorry. It's a very I didn't say it's not it was a very worse. good movie. It's just I, a good I movie. I just needed to fill the list. You didn't so need to fill the, fill the list. All right, go ahead. Anyway, number four, even though I love Star Wars, Solo was a little bit what? on the lower. What? <laughs> Whoa. You saw most of the movies with me this year. What are you? Yeah, I know. Whatever you're smoking. But I did. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> you don't want that, Dave. Anyway, no, no, what, what, no, no, you, this is not a skit. How, how is it worse? I didn't say worse. Like, I don't even care if you didn't care for it, but to say it was the no, no, worst, no. I didn't say one it. of the worst. I had to I had to fill out my list for five. So out of all of the other movies that I have seen, because there were also movies I didn't see. Like if I had seen The Meg, I probably would have put The Meg. Like if I had seen, you know. How about fucking Life of the Party? That movie's fucking garbage. Yeah, but I like Melissa McCarthy. So for me, it wasn't like it was exactly the thing is, is that it was exactly what I I wouldn't put a movie on the list if it's exactly what I know this movie. So, like, so why is Uncle Drew? So why is Uncle Drew? So why is Uncle So why is Uncle Drew on the list? If he was one, it wasn't even what you thought it would be. It's actually better than you thought it would be. Because it's just not my type. I don't gravitate towards those types of movies. I don't really enjoy basketball movies. Shout out to Space Jam. I don't really enjoy. Like- well, you like Space Jam. Yeah, but that was that's Space Jam. That's it's also a basketball Jam. movie. Yeah, but I was a kid. That Uncle I grew Drew. Up with that. And uh, did you ever see Uncle Drew? You haven't seen Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew is a and I don't give a shit if it's blasphemous. Uncle Drew is a better movie with than the Space Jam. Prosthetic makeup and like the looking old thing. I don't I mean, know. Space I Jam just, had cartoons. I never had. <laughs> so the best part different. about Space Jam for me, it, this was Bill Murray, and I love Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan is no actor. Yeah. But anyway, so those but are go ahead. some movies that I gravitate towards. Solo. Life of the Party is exactly what I thought it would be. It's a Melissa McCarthy movie. It's exactly, I had no expectations for it. It was just what it was. Solo, I had more. I wouldn't say it's worse, but it is towards the bottom of like my like list for 2018. Anyway, uh, Sorry to Bother You is my number three. Solo is my number 29 of the year, FYI. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> uh, my number two is Fifty Shades Freed. Oh my god! All right, Nate. The fact you actually bad. watched it. <laughs> so we'll alternate, and my number one is actually actually Ryan. You don't have any, but Lou, you said you had two or just one. No, I had two. My two bottom ones in my top ten probably be the worst I've seen in a year. Okay, so we'll wait on that. Um, my number one worst is Fifty Shades Freed, and her and Jen's number one worst is Gotti. So I just can't. I I can never put anything worse than Fifty Fifty Shades Freed. It's the worst out of the three, and that's saying something because they're all fucking oh awful. God. And I've spoken about it. It's just, and in my re- my review said everything. It's it's a ninety minute commercial for a vacation. What's worse, Twilight or Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades. My yeah, wife just started watching Twilight again, and I was like, oh. Fifty Shades is by far worse. Yeah, I keep hearing that Fifty Shades is worse. Like I never watched those movies. I can never. And from what I hear, I mean, I've seen Dakota Johnson in other movies this year, and she's a good actress. Um, what's the guy's name? Jamie Dornan. He was in another movie. He's in a. Uh my God, the uh, the movie with the Roseman Pike, A Private War, I believe, and apparently he's good in that. So it's not them; it's no. That. This I think is just really the narrative. Yeah. I think it's just they the signed on to the project, and this is what they got. But look, the movie's made a lot of fucking money. They're getting mad residuals, I'm sure. So in a way, they probably don't really give a shit that it's not like an Oscar. I wouldn't. I would. If they're yeah, making, they're going to keep making bank on this movie. So actually, the and third God, one had the I'm third one didn't even make, didn't like my movie. Boo. The third one didn't even make the a hundred million dollars. Ah uh, well, 
it progressively know. got worse and worse box office wise too. Yeah. So. And then Gotti was probably the worst for me because that was really the only movie that I think I watched all year that I was like, I could walk out of this movie and be okay. Yeah, I would have loved to walk out of that movie. I needed to get my mom to John Travolta. So priority. You would have been grounded if you yeah, wanted move, to. Yeah, move. Priority. Move, move, no. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to. Here's uh, a random question with Fifty Shades in the series. Do you think it would have worked better, like, say, no. a couple years no. earlier? No. Where things were. Oh, no. No. Okay, I wasn't finished. No. It is, the, it is the worst trilogy of all time. No, I'm not saying it would have been better. Like, I'm not saying. All right. I'm not you saying it would have been better, period. Is that why? Say it again, I'm sorry. Are you saying it because of the whole Me Too movement and everything going on? Well, I was going to say more just back in the day we can have ed- when Edgy was better, where Edgy was what you wanted. Where we can sing Baby It's well, Cold Outside without a problem? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know because you also had like you had the movie Secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal and James Spader and that was very – well, that was actually very – it was BDSM but it was different from like this because this is sort of just like a more – you know, but see, this movie I think is fine too because it's consensual. There's nothing; she's not agreeing to do anything. He's not raping her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's I'm not saying anything likes. like that. I'm just wondering if it would have been received better when edgy's what you wanted, and like instead of now it's more family friendly. It's more just you know, don't want to offend anything. No. I guess it depends. This movie's fucking terrible. The whole fucking franchise is fucking terrible. I think terrible. if the book was written better. And it had a better background. I think they could do better with the narrative for the movie, but yeah, it's trash. All right, so moving on to our ten best. So I'll let Luke kick off since his bottom two are his worst. Let me get my list ready. I mean, I think I know where your worst is, and I just want to know why because right. it's in my it's in my ten actually. My worst is Venom. Oh, yeah. I thought it was something else. Well, I said my bottom two. Oh, okay. But my worst is Venom. Uh, I watched it last week, and it was like, it wasn't a bad movie. It was just, that's not Venom for me. Well, I get you. In my, in my opinion. So, I don't know. I think I talked about it on the podcast. It's like a 90s. Com- yeah. And, uh, not a 90s comic book movie with no real, they didn't really care about the source material. They just Basically, like yeah, threw they just, it out they, they there. Just, oh, yeah. Let's just use this character that we own. Yeah. And just make a movie. I thought it was entertaining. No, it was. But it I was wasn't like, like yeah, it's it was, not great at all. It's not Venom. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. They, they could have just called it anything else. What do you think of the... Uh, could have called it Symbiotes. What do you think of the uh, <laughs> the post-credit? I like it. I just... It's the same thing. Is it going to be the same thing all over again? Or is it going to be like this joking, happy-go-lucky Venom against the Carnage? So there is a... Uh, there's a movie in my top 10, and I think Ryan's the one that told me, that will eventually bring... A web slinger into that world that's not Tom Holland. Well, I, I feel like it needs it because but, uh, the, the origin of Carnage is that it eventually does get Spider Man and Venom together to fight him. Yeah, so, so you need that Spider Man element to well, bring that together. I'll get to See, that. With, well, go ahead. My problem with Venom is, and Tom Hardy is Venom, don't get me wrong, I think he's a great actor and everything, but Venom and Miles is supposed to be. The exact opposite of Spider-Man, the dark Spider-Man, just like Joker is to Batman. That's supposed to be his, you know, Venom's supposed to be that. So he's supposed to be the same, the scrawny guy in the suit, in my opinion, or the bully, and if you go with that one. But I don't, since he, they went neither route. So that's what annoys me with that movie. And I just realized, looking at my list, that they didn't even make my list. So I actually, I would have to agree, Lou, that was probably the worst movie I, I saw I would actually, year. I would actually disagree with you with the Joker thing. I would probably say the Joker is more carnage. I say Venom is more like a Two Face. 
Hmm. In my opinion. Because he's not, like, when he's, I don't know, like, Eddie Brock wasn't always bad. Like, he, he got worse as the character developed, but I, I see Carnage more as a, as a Joker. I see, no, I see what you mean, like, just wanting pure, like, exact Carnage, but I meant more in the sense of Joker's supposed to be the exact opposite of Batman. He's supposed to be what Batman would be if he went to the dark yeah, side. Like, I, I, just, and, I just didn't like that whole joking around with, like, the symbiote stuff. Like, that's not... Oh yeah, no, it's I hear. Like, you. like, like you can't just go like this movie and then like the next movie is gonna be like a Spider-Man villain. Like, it doesn't fit. Yeah, I yeah. think they'll get the lead into that. If I mean, this made a lot of money, so yeah, it'll be if, it'll, it'll be another that, one. They have sure. to progressively make Eddie Brock evil instead of like, oh, we don't, we can't hurt nobody. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, all right. What's well, I know what it is, oh, but yeah. go ahead. No, number nine is Halloween. All right, go ahead. What what's wrong? Uh, you guys hyped it up, man. I was pretty underwhelmed. I didn't hype it up. I, I didn't hype it up either. Are you a guy, Jen? Jesus Christ, don't <laughs> come for my neck. <laughs> Put a little bass in your voice there. <laughs> um, nah, I, would, I just felt like from all like the, I was like mad excited for the movie, and then when I saw it, it was like. I still like the first one better. Oh, no, no. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it was supposed to be better than the first one, but I was just like, especially the ending. The ending just felt really flat to me. Oh, I actually love yeah, the I ending. Yeah, I like the ending way better than I like the beginning. Throughout. The beginning kind of did seem like a little Rob like, Zombie to me. Like, you feel underwhelmed. Yeah. Throughout That's the whole what movie. I felt when yeah, I, I felt was. I don't know. I, I just, like, I don't know. In my head, I guess I had something different. I think I this is the best Michael Myers since the first one. I would say the best Michael Myers is the second one. Well, it's still my number three out of yeah, all the Halloween. It, I still like number three. because I think G when we first ranked them, yeah. he was like, "Oh, how can you say it's better? It's not." I think it's a better movie than Part Two. I don't think it's a. I don't like it more than Part Two. I don't know if it's a better movie than Part Two, but I mean, this is still my top ten best of the year. Obviously, I mean, I've only seen ten, but it's still yeah. Because I don't I think it would have been at your bottom if you no, had no, seen. No, no, I've seen more movies. It still, it still probably would have been in my top ten. Were you entertained? Yeah. I was I was intrigued for most of it. It was like I was inter- I was intrigued. I was entertained, but it was just like that sense of what's gonna happen next never came. Kind of thing. What do you think of the uh, the mask thing at the? I mean, the doctor turn. Because uh, that seemed to be a lot of people's. I actually did it. That actually caught me by surprise. No, nah, it's not coming. It looked like a creep from the beginning. But when I rewatched it, you kind of he tells Michael in the beginning. He's like, I'll never leave your yeah, side, and I'm like, like, oh, this guy. That's kind of where they, I got they that. Set it up. Oh, boy. The score is great. I I still love Halloween. I thought it was I thought yeah. it was great. Um, and you'll hear why later. The uh, ending I thought was bad. When I watch the next year for Halloween, maybe, maybe. I think you should give it another shot. Yeah, maybe. It's not, and it's short enough that you can just yeah get through it quick. I will say I. I didn't like the underground. It was better stuff. the second time. What do you mean the underground? The, the, the thing under the, the, the kitchen island. I don't like that. Like, oh, like you know, you I feel like it was a crush for them. I would have, I would have thought that if they used it more, yeah. but they didn't really use it a lot until the end. So I was like, okay, it it, it served its purpose. Yeah. It was a cage. The only thing that I was looking back at it that I'm just like, oh well, you know, all these years that Laurie Strode wanted to kill Michael Myers, and she just locks him in a cage but doesn't confirm he burns. Yeah. Because he would have burned did. before, and they would have still been able to get out of the house. Or I would have just taken a... He's just standing there. I don't take a shotgun yeah. and just fucking blow his head off to make sure. But outside of that, no, I I loved it. I thought it was good. All right, keep going, Lou. What's your seven through five? All right, number six. Or seven through six. I'm on phone. Uh, number seven... Number oh, no, eight. eight. Number eight is Deadpool 2. 
No, no, no. Okay. One that got that <laughs> one. They're like, so we thought they were gonna play a sound effect. Uh, I'm, you know, no, I can get, I can see why. Yeah. Like, it's higher for me, but I can see why. It wasn't as good as the first one. Deadpool is my number. Oh, hell no. Deadpool is my number thirty-nine. Oh wow! So it was less, lower than. Uh, I didn't like it more than the first one. Yeah, I didn't like it more than the first one either. But I was still pretty entertained. Yeah, Uncle Drew is my number twenty-three. <laughs> just throwing out numbers, huh? Just throwing out <laughs> numbers. Uh, what? Number... Why don't you just record yourself going through your seventy-six? And no, no, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did like the the X Four stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Uh number number seven is Jurassic World. Did you like it more than you thought you would? Because I did. Um no, I liked it just as I thought I was gonna okay. like it. Uh I just thought I wanna like Deadpool two more, which I didn't. So that's why it was above. Yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool is good, but it wasn't yeah. yeah. I think Jurassic World is right where it needs to be for me. Uh and then number six is Ant Man and the Wasp. And I went to number five, right? No. I got I got Jen, you wanna go? Sure. Let's see. So. Actually, let's hold off because you've seen more. Ryan, go through your Aww. 10 movies. <laughs> was ready. Um, 10 through I, 6. No, what do you got? 10 through 6. Number 10, Christopher Robin. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it, That's it, what, the best way cry? to describe it. I think I got teary eyed. Why? I think it's the only way I didn't cry. Yeah, I heard a lot of people cry. That's end. my number 50 of the year. Oh, um, <laughs> so, um, it, it's described it best as hook for Winnie the Pooh. And yeah, that's a good. Poo fans, so that's, a good fun. that's a good. That's a good uh, comparison. I know it's numbered. You know, I just saw it last night, but number nine, Aquaman. I enjoyed what I saw, and yay, yay. yeah, I just want to see it again. Uh, number eight, Incredibles two. Okay. Uh, I not even know you saw the that. Hell of it. It was fun as hell. Um, number seven, Ant Man and the Wasp, and number six, Deadpool two. Okay. I, I enjoyed Deadpool too. I have no intention on seeing this uh, PG thirteen version. I don't know why they're doing this. I still don't. Yeah, exactly RT get it. RT is destroying it. A lot of critics. <laughs> a lot of critics are like, "Why is this even a thing?" Did I, is it actually happening? It yeah. came out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! It's not. Once upon a Deadpool. Okay. Like I heard, except for a couple of extra jokes. For, and uh, a touching Stanley tribute that's not worth. And now I get the, the joke with uh, Fred Savage. Yeah, I saw the Princess Bride because he saw the Princess Bride. So now he gets. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jed. Okay. Um. Grease three. <laughs> she saw like a very, like, very, very, very early screening. screening. Yeah, get, get, get straight to DVD. Um, number ten, I'd put uh, Upgrade. Because I was actually pleasantly surprised oh. at how much I liked it. Upgrade oh, is good. I, I, feel good. I saw a Hardcore Henry. That was Ugh. weird. That's the one, that the first person shooter yeah, one? Yeah, that was weird. Uh, that's 2018? I think that was twenty. No, that was like, dude, that was like four <laughs> years ago. That was not four years ago. No, no, I was dating Jenny. <laughs> was so I think 2015, 2016. No, something. Uh, hardcore yes. Henry? Hardcore Henry. Was, 2016. No. Yeah. Okay, so that sounds, <laughs> ooh, what's four years ago? <laughs> uh, upgrade is my number 20. Well, go ahead. Now, speaking of movies, uh, you know, from past that, you know, I just saw again, um, Terrifier. That would have been on the list, but it was made last year. I did not yeah, realize that until I'm glad everyone's it. watched it. Things, yeah. I, uh, a good recommendation <laughs> I had for someone, except, you know, Jenny didn't even want to watch it, and uh, she actually so, liked it. So fucked off, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, so Upgrade is my number 26. I did like Upgrade a lot. Which was Upgrade? I feel like I'm confusing that and Hardcore Henry. What's Upgrade about? So the guy, it's it between, it's science fiction. It's a science fiction film. Yeah. It's a, a husband and wife. Um, the wife dies. So they get it's, attacked. They get like almost okay, mugged. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch this one. Okay. And they get attacked, and then he becomes paralyzed. 
And then uh, they, get, they give him like a serum that will give him his legs back. Right. He meets someone that's kind of doing this like testing and prototyping. And they give him right this like kind of drug or implant that they put in him and he can walk again. But the implant starts to control him. Oh. So, so it's like a symbi like a like, a like 2001 a space. Yeah. Like how it's like a computer inside uh, you that's controlling that's him controlling and he him. talks to him and everything. Right. It's good. It's and really he's trying good. to like stop the computer almost and he can't because like the second he takes uh -huh. him off he's back to being paralyzed mm. and then there's like all this other stuff that goes into it so it was surprisingly really yeah really surprisingly good. really uh -huh. good go um, ahead my number nine is eighth grade <laughs> i know i know it's low uh david is higher so he's probably not gonna reveal it david's now. gonna compare every one of these movies to uh, yeah my my. So, i'm glad shout out to letterbox again i got all these things in front of me right <laughs> now uh, it was really good. I could relate as a girl. I don't understand how it's so low, um, but life of the party, well, number two. I a few other ones I like better. Go ahead. Anyway, number eight is Black Klansman, because I thought it was really, really good. I wanna, definitely want to see that. You still haven't seen it? It's uh, really, really good. I it's... loved like, every, everyone's performance. I thought it was cast really well. I think Spike Lee did a great job. John I David would say Washington. it's probably like, my second... After Do the Right Thing, it's my second so favorite Spike I've, Lee movie. I've slept on it a lot since we watched it. I think I like it more than Do the Right Thing. Oh, see? No, I still like Do the Right Thing first. But, yeah, it was really, really good. Um, number seven is Mamma Mia. What? Over eighth grade? Because it was... It's Mamma Mia. Here, yeah, loose said it. Here we go again. I was actually really <laughs> surprised that I thought it was going to be kind of like uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. That was not so good. Um, but, no, this was really, really good. And, I mean, it has Cher in it. That's so just... just Cher. You just carry on top yeah, of it. Yeah. But, you know... Fuck no, narrative. I, I Fuck really narrative. Good. Cher. They had a good, like, thing. And then my number six is Crazy Rich Asians. My number no. six, Crazy Rich. Crazy Rich Asians is my number 31. It's good. It was really good. I think it's it a bit a overrated. A fun rom-com. I think it's a bit overrated. Yeah, yeah. Funny story about Mamma Mia 2. Uh... It's Ryan, why are you talking like uh, Ryan? Why are you talking? Christmas 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 Christmas. Oh, That's why he's whispering. Off. Ryan, you're talking like you're trying to turn me on. That's all it takes. It's one of Casey's Christmas presents. I got like the double pack is coming today, so like I'm actually looking out for the mailman. I'm like Aww. as we're recording this. So if the mailman comes in, just add him to the episode. Are we gonna hear the background? <laughs> hey, hey, over here! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I have a few honorable mentions. I want. I want to. Uh, give a shout out to um, The Incredibles 2 Won't You Be My Neighbor A Quiet Place uh, Hereditary Annihilation uh, The Favorite and just missed the cut Mary Poppins Returns alright so my number 10 I didn't I don't want to split this up so I tied number 10 I have uh, Avengers Infinity War and Black Panther uh, the more I think about Avengers Infinity War the more I'm like I it really got an emotion out of me, and we all know what happens there. And I think Black Panther from beginning to end is one of the best Marvel movies of all time. And it is going to be the first uh, Marvel Comics film to re ever receive, Marvel or DC Comics film to ever receive a Best Picture nomination at the Oscars, which is a baller, baller, baller win for Marvel. And the album could maybe could win a Grammy. And the album, the song will be getting an Oscar nomination as well. And the album, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's the first film soundtrack in i think like 30 years that got nominated for best album yep. at, the, at the grammy so all right so my number nine is the movie that's lose number nine but for a different reason it's halloween uh from the garbage that we've been given since 1980 
three because I like Halloween three. Uh-huh. This is the best. Yeah, it is. I, I, and after Rob Zombie, I thought you know it can't get any worse. So it did. After I, Rob Zombie, has it gotten worse? I'd rather watch the Rob Zombie one and Michael getting kicked in the ass by Buster Rhymes. Rob Zombie, no, really? Watch the Rob Zombie one. Then, well, no, I, H2O was it? Well, after I'm talking about H2O. No, that was Resurrection. Oh, you're talking about like in, in order? order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd rather watch those two. Okay. But uh, yeah, Halloween's my number nine. I think John Carpenter's score is amazing. It is uh, well acted, well performed. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great, and uh, I'll give Jenny's women a shout out. I love like the three generations kicking ass at the end. I thought that was great. Um. So yeah, Halloween my number nine. My number eight has stood with me all year, and I, I'm glad it hit my final ten. Ready Player One. Ah oh, shit, I forgot about that movie. That was this year. Shit, that was April. Wow. Hold up. So I, I so Ready Player it. One has my favorite scene of the year when they go into the Shining. I'll hold off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll hold off. So my number seven is Black Klansman. Uh, as Jenny mentioned before, it's Spike Lee's best movie for me. His best movie since he got Game. But as an Overall, it's my number one or two favorite of his. I would say you can switch them around, okay. do the right thing, Black Klansman or Black Klansman do the right thing, and then He Got Game are my top three Spike Lee joints. And then my number six is uh, Green Book. Green so Book? Green Book. I never heard of that one. It's a big Oscar player. It's okay. with Mahershala Ali and Viggo Morrison. I take that one out. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, this is another one that I made Gen C. He did. And he makes me see a lot. Did, did you text her it? No, thank God, because we were actually in the movie theater. There you go. And you never know with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's solid from beginning to end. It's based on a true story. Uh-huh. It is hilarious. Oh, oh uh, okay. Ryan. Yeah, it's a comedy. Movie. It's a dra- It's a I dramedy. Would say it's like a dramedy. So it's more Tony Lip, who Viggo Mortensen plays, do you know he is Carmine in The Sopranos? Oh, shit. Yeah, so when I did a little research after I saw the movie originally, and I was like, oh, my God, this is Carmine for the Sopranos. But Herschel Ali is fantastic. Like, Have you seen Moonlight? Yeah. he. I think he's better in this than Moonlight. Well, he wasn't really that much in Moonlight. I mean, he won an Oscar. <laughs> I know, but so, he was like in the first quarter of the movie. <laughs> but performance-wise, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but he was uh, just Mahershala in Moonlight. He was I, don't just himself. I don't think so. But I mean, like, most of his other work is just kind of him. Like, that's his personality. I, that's how he talks. That's how he moves in real life. Uh, he was just playing himself. It was uh, good. I oh, then I, then, I good. Think you're, then I think <laughs> you're going to think he plays Verhershala in this movie. Good, I, I like Verhershala. Keep playing him. Uh, but yeah, that's my number six screen book. It was actually my number three for a long time, but a lot of stuff came up towards the last month that changed everything. So yeah, that's my ten through six. Lou, what do you got for your five I through two? I had two honorable mentions now. They would have been on my top ten, but I'm not fucking redoing really this now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ready Player One and Annihilation, I missed those. But those those would have been in my top ten if I remembered. Uh, my number five is Crazy Rich Agents, which probably would have been knocked out of that one. <laughs> 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 uh, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was pr- it was pretty yeah. good. I mean, I, you know the thing is they hyped, and I get the gr- the the groundbreaking things that they did. Yeah. Right? Don't get me wrong. Uh, but as a movie, I, it's just a typical rom com. Yeah. They didn't really do anything. It's been the best rom com we've had in a while. Yeah, Probably. I agree. Um, La La Land was a great rom com. No, it it's not. <laughs> La La Land is not a rom com. <laughs> you had to find some way to screw it. <laughs> Stop. That is not a rom com. Because the, a rom com. The boy and Tell the girl end up together. That is what not a La La spoiler La Land. alert. It's not a spoiler alert. My lord. 
how many years now? Ryan hasn't seen it. Okay. I well, seen La La Land. Sorry, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> but a rom-com. Yeah, I can listen to this podcast and not see La La Land. I need yeah, to get that's some true. Of these references we, we, that David we, talks about every week. Seen a La La Land. <laughs> okay, they end up together in. A I'm joking, man. La La I'm joking. I'm surprised, David. You're not trying to find a way to make La La Land. For the most part, you have to. It's a rom-com. Think about it. How to lose a guy was, in ten days? I was going to say 30, thirteen going on thirty, but it did end up thirteen together. Thirteen going on thirty. Twenty-seven dresses. They end up together. It could happen to you. They end up together. Only we got you, it. We could. Ha- they have yeah, to. Go through they all we got it. <laughs> we we don't we don't got fourteen hours. Haven't hit the Catherine Heigels yet. Yeah. <laughs> and the J Lo's. Oh, the J Lo's. Oh my God! There was a review of her new movie Which that I'm came out this see. week. Uh, I'm not. There, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, I I'm believe. Watching it with you. The best headline ever. <laughs> it? it says. Uh, Jennifer Lopez has reached a new J Lo with it. Wow! <laughs> wow! They spent all week trying to figure out. Yeah, what good stuff. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, no, it's typical rom coms, but the best we have in a while. Just, I, I did kind of like how they captured the Asian culture. Culture, yeah, especially of the whole. Cause they have like this whole social media shit that nobody ever knows about, and they fucking go deep into that one with, with this movie. Yeah, I thought it was well performed. Yeah. There's a lot of it's funny. It's actually really funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I think I get it was more. It's kind of like Halloween was for you. This was for me. I saw it after we saw it after the hype. That's a that's a reach. I told you the hype. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hype. Okay. Yeah. But all right, go ahead. That's it. That was five through two. Oh no! I thought. <laughs> I, I, I was telling you that crazy rich, rich Asians <laughs> takes three spots on lose list. That would be wild. Uh, after crazy rich Asians is number four. Incredibles two. Okay. You know what else can you say about that movie? It picked up right where that other one uh, left off, and it was just. Un- just keep on with the great action. The My best, number eighteen, the best fantastic four movie we've had. <laughs> Still, Still, yes. Uh, Jack Jack was awesome. Kick the shell that raccoon. Yeah, that was the best scene that, of the movie, that was right? The best fight yeah, scene I liked it a any lot. Animated movie ever. Uh, after that, I have number three, A Quiet Place. Okay. Uh, that was a pretty uh, successful movie that I really enjoyed. Really good. Yeah, and then number two is Black Panther. Uh, oh, I just, Wakanda yeah. forever. Wakanda forever. Word. X is on the chest. <laughs> All right, Ryan, go ahead. Um, I know these are all comic book movies the rest of the way, <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, uh, number five is Solo. Oh, no, uh, never mind. You know, where it belongs on the best list, Jenny. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't uh, go that far, Ryan, but... <laughs> it's the most... You know what the thing is? It's the most... It wasn't the worst. It's the most forgettable Star Wars movie of all time. Wow. And it was and fun, not, And I don't mean it in I a bad way. I mean it in... I did have fun with it, but right. It was It was sort of like... I guess After I we finished, it was more. over. You know what well, I mean? Right, like it's not something oh, that Santa I need just to watch again. Like the hi Santa, the pre, <laughs> like the prequels Sorry. we still talk about to this day because they fucking sucked. Outside of Episode Three, this we can say it wasn't terrible, it wasn't great. It's you know it was good, and we move on. And here comes Episode Nine. That's the way I look at yeah. it, Solo. No, I can see that. Like it's. You know, Solo could have done one of two things. It could have taken itself too seriously or could have had fun with itself. And, and with all the fun. shit that that movie went through, it had no right to be as entertaining as it was. Oh, exactly. So, all right, go ahead. Um, Number four, Black Panther. You uh, racist asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number one, number one. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Go ahead. Um, Number three, uh, Infinity War. Okay. Not much else. Oh, we never. I didn't talk about it. And Jenny, this isn't a spoiler. Don't worry. But I have to give a shout out to the mid-season finale of Supernatural, who did an awesome uh, Infinity War reference, where they ended with a reference to the Thanos snap. That's oh, all I'm yeah. going to say. Um, oh, spoiler, nobody gonna watch and that. And my number. <laughs> 
Well, I'm watching it. I'm on. Oh, like you season, are. Okay. Yeah, I'm at the oh, end of season four. I got ten more seasons to go, though. It's gonna be a while before yeah. I get there. <laughs> All right. And then CW started taking them off, so now I I don't know. I'm, they're not on Netflix. They're yeah, not. They're on Netflix. Not the Netflix. latest. Not fourteen. Oh. Oh, okay. They're on fourteen now. All right, go but ahead. I'll figure right. it out. And my number two is Ready Player One. Okay. Oh yeah. So go ahead. Talk about it. <laughs> oh, I fuck. I I. Love, I'd never read the book, I'll be honest, but I went there, I think it was actually a Just Me movie visit, and I just loved every second of it. It so, was beautiful. It reminded it, me of how I felt, because I'm a really big E.T. fan. Okay. It was a very E.T.-like experience With for me. Nostalgia. With nostalgia? I like, can see it. It's a very, it's one of Spielberg, I think it's the most fun Spielberg movie he's so done I'll in years. It's, it's my number oh, three. Yeah. Okay. It's my number three. So I actually didn't know what this was about. And David's like, let's go watch this. And I was actually, like, hey. I saw it by myself first. And then, and then I loved like, it. Let's watch it. Oh, I guess I do a good job, despite what Jenny said at the beginning of this episode on t- <laughs> making her watch it. She yeah. has three of her top 10, and I know what another one is on her list. <laughs> what is it? Don't worry about it. We'll get know. to it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I thought it was I thought it was really good. And it was a lot of fun. And like all the little like throwbacks like if you don't like have you seen it so beautiful so if you don't like nostalgia then you're like you know you'll hate this because this has nostalgia all over the place and like i said the shining scene is my favorite scene of the year Uh, it was hilarious it was just (laughs) and and they made the overlook i mean the overlook hotel looked exactly the same like everything looked yeah to the t um but yeah go ahead that was your number two yeah that was my like yeah number two is ready player one just so beautifully well done beautifully made might have to try to find a way to throw it on tonight and make casey watch it go for it (laughs) i think she'll like it too all right go ahead jen your number five through two oh ryan's done yeah okay yeah my number five is won't you be my neighbor i thought it was so good jenny cried well i teared too but i did i did i cried it was really, really good. It's the best documentary of the year. Yeah. Hands out. I think, I mean, you have to go into it knowing it'll get a little sad at the end, but it's really, really good. Uh, number four is Hereditary. Um, I was actually surprised how much I did like it because I was like, mm, this will be so scary. Guess whose idea that was to go see that? That yeah. was also David's. Uh, <laughs> but it was really, really good. And that ending was like, what? So a lot of people, when you see it, have you seen The Witch? Yeah. Do you like The Witch? Eh. This is like so the mean, same pacing as The Witch, but it's so much better. Yeah, because so The Witch, much did, that's yeah, another one David made me see, was The Witch, and I did not like yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Witch is... I was like, oh, God. The yeah. Witch is a very well-made movie, but it's boring as yeah, sin. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I, I didn't dislike it, but I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I don't, I'm never watching it again. Uh, my number three is Ready Player One, and then my number two is Creed Two. Oh, it's not even where I thought it would be. Okay. That sucks. Now, hold off on Creed 2. Uh, so, yeah, my number five is Creed 2. Okay. So, I was worried about this movie for a long, long, long time because no Ryan Coogler. What are we going to get? And, oh, we're going to get Drago. What happened to him winning the title? You know, I thought it was just going to be like a fucking mess. Uh-huh. I was blown away. It was fucking really, really good. It's one of those that... Um, it kind of made a star, and I wrote in my review with the, the director. Um, and I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm going to Did you see it, Lou. No, yeah, you gotta watch it. I think you'll like it. While I'm searching I for the, the first one, so yeah, it was really good. I know some people that actually prefer this one over the first one. I don't. Uh, there are a lot of mixed reviews about this movie, but I, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, it's right now. It's certified at 83 on RT. 
it's still the third best uh rocky uh, i would say no it's yeah it's probably my number three rocky movie of all time yeah. so it's still rocky creed creed and then creed 2 would be my my next one um the i've always said that rocky 4 is my second to last least favorite rocky uh, movie because it's really not a movie it's just a whole bunch of fucking mu- musical montages um and ivan drag is just a place in villain yeah. they not in here this depth there's so much development between him and his son yeah. and you see that throughout and it correlates with like the relationship with rocky and adonis yeah. so that they do that really well also so stephen capel jr that's the director and i think this is his second film and he's he's gonna blow up i think he's great he directs the shit out of the movie and this is the fight Rock- scenes are good. There's mad tension. They're not as good intense. as they're not as good as the first one. Rod, the fight scenes. Oh, they're, I don't know. I think these were better. No, I, I don't think because in the first Creed you have that fight scene that's one take. Uh-huh. You don't have that here. Uh-huh. But that's it's okay. No, I'm just saying it's very impressive to make a fight a one take thing. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying uh, it's okay that it's not. You, you still have the tension. The Ryan Coogler actually had a. From what I hear, he had some say in how they choreograph the fight scene uh-huh. so that's cool um but i think you like it michael b jordan is fantastic and i th- i don't want to spoil anything but this is rocky balboa's last movie okay they I'm set pretty, it up and, and i think it's okay the way it goes yeah it's it, it's a beautiful ending because i think there should never be another creed movie and i don't think there should be really? ever- not a third one no, no i don't think so this is they ended it so this well. is probably the best ending of the year I okay think you should end exactly how it is yep okay so yeah my number four is the best comic book film of 2018 spider-man into the Spider-verse. spider-verse it is very, very, very good it is the most original animated film we've gotten in years it doesn't go the routine of you see the incredibles you see ralph breaks the internet you see the lego movie they're all the same style of animation yeah this is Breaks the mold. New has animation. New animation style. Um, fun story. Fun representation. There's. It is. Kevin, Kevin Smith said, and I actually would agree. It's probably the greatest page to screen comic book movie of all time. Okay. Uh, Performance wise is awesome. Miles Morales okay. is probably already top three Spider Man. Ryan, what do you think? I'm going to just hold off on this conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's been a fan favorite before he even hit the big screen, so I I'm not. See that and I wasn't a fan of. I've never been a fan of Post Malone, <laughs> but he has a song in this movie. It's really catchy. It's really catchy, <laughs> and um, I love the fact that they play on. Usually, what he does, pretty catchy music. I love the fact that they play off of Miles being half black, half Latino. So it's it's cool to see as like you know. Hispanic guy. See, oh, look, there's a Hispanic superhero on the big screen. Um, And then what I wanted to mention when you mentioned Venom first. So there's some, I think, Ryan, I don't know if it was you that told me or someone told me that. The plan is if this movie explodes, which it may win the Oscar and it's making good money, that the plan is to get these Spider-Men into a live action, like Miles Morales. I read... uh... They want this to be in the same universe as the Venom movies. That's going to be a wild task. No, no, it isn't. Who owns Miles Morales? Sony. 
Sony. Sony owns Miles Morales? Yeah. This is a Sony picture. This is, also, this is the MCU. Yeah, this is a Disney. No, no, that's so. Sony, but Miles Morales is a pretty good cool <clears throat> character. They, oh, this could just be straight. Or is, is this Sony or is this just straight up This Mar- is Sony. This is Sony. No, it's it Sony. Yeah, it's Sony. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, there's internal monologue, which is awesome. So straight yeah. out of the comic. The internal monologue. If you read comics, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Archie doesn't have internal monologue because you're an Archie fan. They yeah, have, they do. They do? So yeah, the internal monologue is hilarious. The movie's pretty funny. It's like, and you know me with comedies. It's my favorite comedy of the year. Yeah, because David doesn't like to. Laugh. Yeah, I don't like to laugh. <laughs> um, what else can I say? What I'll hold off to Ryan because I don't know Ryan has more to say. Uh, my number three is a Star Is Born. Uh, it's great. I mean, that's on my two watch. I'm gonna list. I'm gonna hold off for a second because I think I should hold off. Right, Jen? Right. Okay. <laughs> and then my number two is Eighth Grade. Um. What can I say? Like I think it's Gucci. And, yeah, Gucci. Um, it's a horror movie for for like adults and parents and shit. And it's I a horror movie. It's a, it's a fun. It's a good movie. We had this debate while you were gone, Lou. And then Jen's like, I'm talking about in terms of like a horror movie for parents because you see what like they struggle in the with. social media age yeah. what teens go through. But I think all teens struggle through this. Can't in general. wait to get my opinion out. Go ahead. And um. So you see as a parent that maybe your kids, you know, they're going to be kids and hold stuff from you and stuff uh-huh. like that. You see what they go through on an everyday basis. That's what I mean by horror. Like, damn, like they don't have it as easy as we think they do type of deal. Right. Of course, not. nobody does. That's what I mean. Jen's like, no, there's no one being killed by a slasher in this. No, <laughs> my God, you're so dramatic. But you've always had you always, you know. These are all things that happen and go through. Like you go through them as a as a kid, and then your kids go through them. So you know. I mean, and Elsley Fisher is one of my favorite performances of the year. She is so good at it. I don't think she's gonna get an Oscar nomination, but I think I love that the movie's getting a lot of love in terms of screenplay nomination and stuff like that. So uh, that's my number two. My number one is very predictable because I'm a predictable asshole when it comes to certain people. You are. Um, so yeah, what's your Lou? What's your number one? Yeah, Infinity War. Anyone cool. else is in Infinity War? No, no, no. I, I, no, I, I already said Infinity War. All right, go ahead, Lou. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the whole um, the balance they had in this movie, basically. From like every the the it could have been a very chaotic movie, but they balanced it out well with every character they had in every storyline they had included. Uh, just bringing it all to a conclusion, quote unquote, because there still is a second part uh, to the whole MCU. But just the way they organized everything and set up everything for the second movie was just great for me. And then the balance of action, seriousness, and comedy throughout the whole movie was just great. Um, it was very little wrong with this movie that I thought. Um, so you're so, saying the movie brought perfect balance to everything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for catching Look at that. Ryan with a funny. That. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> Stole my joke at the end. <laughs> if, right. if Thor never missed the head, man. Yeah, I know. Should have gone for the head. There was a lot of close. That's what I kind of like. I was kind of like annoyed with that at first watching the movie. There was a lot of too many close calls. Like the glow was slipping off. If Thor would have aimed for the head, but I get it. Uh, it it, it kind of adds to like the turmoil of the characters leading into the second movie, like the stuff right. they could have done different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it's a setup movie, but it was done great, very well. well yeah. yeah, for someone that's seen uh, you seen all the Harry Potter's? Yes. So multiple times. De- Death Deathly Hallows Part One. It's a yeah. good movie. Yeah. I don't think it's great. 
I think it's very weak. I actually think it's my least liked out of all the all. Probably, I would agree with that. Because I get it. there's a lot of like pacing issues. As a setup movie, Infinity yeah. War does like a great job. Yeah. So now it it will take effect into how I feel about this Infinity War with how they end things. I'm kind of worried about it, but I'm not. But you I, should. I, I was worried about this movie. So do you ever need to worry about Marvel after all these years? Nah, bro, I still worry. Still sometimes. Because they could fuck it up. You never it know. You, they could fuck it up at the end. They've been having a good run, and they could stop with the finish line. Bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. Nah, they won't. You do never that. know. <laughs> they could. They could start. You know, the nipples could start chafing. You don't. You never know. What Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Go ahead. I, I guess we can continue our conversation that I was just having. Yeah, my number one is Into the Spider Verse because it was just fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't overhype it. No, I think it was. I think it's such a great movie in general because, one, it shows that you can, like, I think when people think of animated movies and if it's not a Disney or Pixar, it's like, oh, it's animated or whatever, I don't care. It gets, So it gets comic book movies, especially comic book animated movies, such a great name because, I mean, you, David, we've talked off the earth a dozen times about the DC animated stuff and how great that is. Um, and I'm not talking about the killing joke. We don't talk about those, especially not the first 30 minutes. Yeah. But like they're the and the straight to DVD universe for DC. DC does it perfectly. Oh, it's as amazing. close to as close to perfect as you can get with DC's animation. It's really yeah. really great. And so, could you imagine that with this with this into Spider Verse animation style? Just into Spider Verse was such a great movie in for so many different reasons, the nods it did to different comic book moments and different uh, movie moments. Like the moment to the, where they uh, paid a nod to Spider-Man 3, like, oh, I, we don't talk about that. And he starts dancing. I popped so loudly. I was cracking. Yeah, that was um, really good stuff. Um, I also liked the Spider, I I guess, the portrayal of Spider-Gwen. She yeah. is. She was I, fun. I'm all in for a live action Spider. Let's get oh, Emma yeah. Stone back. Oh my god. I guess. <laughs> you don't like her as Gwen? I think she was great as Gwen. No, no I, I actually think she was great as Spider Gwen. I don't know. We don't know that. We don't. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, she, you give her her smart mouth. Well, I actually, I don't know. I don't love those other two movies, Amazing Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two, but Garfield and Stone are not the problems. No. Yeah. Like I hate Electro. But I really no, like Jamie Foxx. I don't like Jamie Foxx that much. So that might be the <gasps> What really? No, you like know. Jamie Foxx? I, lo- I, lo- I like I love Jamie Foxx, but <laughs> I feel like Electro the character the way they did it was a problem. Actually, I'm playing I'm actually I'm actually playing the Spider Man game right now uh-huh. and I just got to Electro. He's like a badass in this. Yeah. And I'm just like well, I remember the blue guy and I'm like, Yeah, nah, not so much. That's why I'm worried more uh, about uh, this guy playing Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. It's a much better actor than... than oh, he is. I'm, than, uh, I'm so hyped for Mysterio. I don't know how they're going to implement that. Does, have we gotten a sh- first look at him yet? No. No. Mm-mm. We've gotten a far view, but I don't think he was in costume yet. I've gotten to the point where uh, I don't worry about the actor anymore. I worry about more of uh, how the direction of the character is going to yeah. go. Yeah. After Heath Ledger, I never worry. I give everything world. a shot. Yeah. So Actor-wise, I don't, I, don't, I don't care who's playing him. All right. All right, Ryan. You want to add anything else? Um, just, I can't, I really hope that they do all, I hope they really do build off this, uh, 
uh, anime universe. You know, they already talked about the all-female Spider, the Spider-Women movie. The other, they already have another uh, sequel lined up to this. It's insane, and I can't wait for any of that. I hope it ties everything in. And that's what I love about comics, I think, is the multiverse on both Marvel and DC aspects. It, and it's... Just the fact that there's so many different stories with the same characters you can tell, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope they have fun with the door they've opened with this fantastic Spider-Man movie. Probably, it's the best Spider-Man I movie, might, man. I think it's, I'm, yeah, it <coughs> I think the it's best, best Spider-Man movie. I I love Spider-Man too, and I love same. Homecoming, but same. this is the best Spider-Man movie of all time, and I will put that in Homecoming right. Right next to each other because I love Tom Holland and Michael Keaton. How does this ownership of Spider Man work? So, Sony owns the rights to Spider Man. Uh Sony has a deal in place with Marvel and Disney that they can use the Peter Parker. They can't use Miles Morales. I think they can use Peter Parker in the MCU. Okay. If they ever wanted to bring Spider Man back into Sony, Peter Parker, they can. I don't think they're going to. Because I think they'd rather establish their own Spider-Man with Miles Morales now. But that's kind of how it works. So Sony will get money off Spider-Man, Far From Home, and uh, Infinity War. Any Spider-Man that's in the movies, he's gonna Sony makes money. This is actually a smart play from both parties. Sony's smart. I don't know why. Sony's smart because they're putting all their bank on Miles Morales. But Disney also because they signed it with a young Peter Parker. So they don't need Miles Morales yet. They don't. So let let Sony have their run with Miles until they're done and then... So I think the age difference would be 10, 12 years. Right, Ryan? I think it's a 10-year, 12-year difference between Miles and Peter. I think so, yeah. So, yeah, that's smart on both ends. So we're going to get a lot more Spider-Man movies. And we can get both. We can kind of get going with that. I've seen Miles in like 10 years being into the MCU and still around. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Donald though. They want <laughs> nah. <laughs> if they <laughs> in ten years. <laughs> Fun fact: Donald Glover in Spider-Man: Homecoming plays Miles's uncle. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I pointed that out to Casey yeah. after the movies. So, well, she'll see what happens with that. All right, Jen. A real quick fun fact. Uh, this better be a fun they, one. Like, really fun, right? Whether they want, I think they actually wanted. Uh, what's his name? Original Spider-Man. To, uh, Toby. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Um, they want him to actually be the voice of the, like the OG Spider-Man in the movie. The one that dies. Like one- yeah. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> well, he doesn't die. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Still. <laughs> All right, Jed. It's a Star is Born surprise. <laughs> that got no nothing. Oh, oh, that got nothing. We're no all silenced by shock. Oh my god. It was really good, and I don't know if I liked it so much, too, because I had never seen any of the other ones that came out, but I thought, but I feel like I still probably would have enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the music. I enjoyed Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. Like, their performances were really, really good. Um, I mean, I like Lady Gaga, but I wasn't sure if, like, other than American Horror Story, Hotel, I hadn't really seen her act in anything else, but I really wasn't worried. I thought it would be really, really good, and Bradley Cooper's a great a very good actor. So Yeah, Gaga's my favorite performance of the year. And I think they had really good chemistry. I think they did. The only thing in the movie that I was kind of like, eh, was when she did that whole like SNL pop star scene. I wasn't feeling that. But I get why they did it. Yeah, she but, make her as a sellout yeah, kind of deal. But other than that, I was like, okay. Um, but no, I thought the movie was really, really good. I was really sad at the end. I cried. Um, many, many emotions. Happy, sad. You know, you felt you feel for her, 
Um, and for a first-time yeah. director, good, yeah. good, very, very, very good movie. I, it's my. I think he had a passion for the project, um, and you know, obviously, there were what three or four other movies. This before is that. the. F- this is the fourth. This is the fourth time this movie's so come out. So I think it could be something that, like, you would think that, like, whoever would do the story again, you're sort of, you know. It's oh my god! I hope they're just rehashing. The I hope in our lifetime we don't get another again. one. Well, I don't know, but like, you know, he's rehashing, right? So you're there's always that fear that you have all of these three that you sort of have to live back up to, and you know, at the same time, you don't want to retell the same exact story. But I think he put his own mark on it, yeah. and he was passionate about because it. Because remember. It shows. This movie was originally supposed to be Clint Eastwood directing, Bradley Cooper, and Beyonce. I don't know how I feel about Woof, that. fucking woof. I don't know how I feel about that either. <laughs> I yeah, know. that's just weird to me. I was like staring at Luke because I think he was contemplating. Yeah, I was. I'm, like, I'm trying to fix it up three in a row talking about a movie. <laughs> like, the last thing I think I saw Beyonce in was that Carmen hip hop And the crazy thing is, you know, Lady Gaga's. Lady Gaga is very well, extra, right? I know, but yeah. there she was like, um, she's not extra in here. Like sh- she gets extra towards when she becomes famous, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I can see Beyonce there will be like, nah, I need to be extra from the get. Well, we'll see how she acts as Nala in the Lion King. Oh, that's, that's I out. think she'll be fine. That's, she don't even got to be on screen. She's good to go. No, but she's already done an animated movie. Wait, what animated? Uh, ep- uh, epic. I don't know Kong. what that is. Yeah, she did a pretty good job. Her voice is pretty. Her her voice definitely stands out, so it'll stand, I'm pretty sure it'll stand, it'll stand out. out yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So my number one is uh yeah uh first man. And who directed that? Yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, David Chazelle. Uh, and what did what else did he direct? Whiplash. And what else? Uh, some, some dance movie, mm-hmm. some musical mm-hmm. that I really really like. Um, Mark. Yeah, I'm a big Mark. I like guys that make good movies. Uh, <laughs> so um yeah so like I. Didn't expect. I like well, the reason I love this so much is because he's going out of his comfort zone, and I think that's um, another movie we saw last week was Beale's, if Beale Street could talk, could talk which yeah. I really enjoyed. Which is really good. Um, yeah. I think I enjoyed but, it way more than Moonlight. Uh, I'm the other way. I did like. Yeah. I did like Moonlight a little Barry bit more. Jenkins. So I wonder so. how Barry Jenkins is going to do when he goes out of his comfort zone, because right now he's doing a lot of adaptations of books and stuff like that. I wonder how he's going to do because this well, is Chazelle's first time going no mute. So 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 Neil Armstrong did not do a music number when he landed on the moon. Uh, There was lots. I I was hoping to do the moonwalk, but I guess not. (laughs) So the movie scoring. So the movie, I've said this when I first spoke about it back in October. The movie is not really about the mission. The movie is more about the man, the man, and what leads to that mission. So Ryan Gosling, I think it's, I think it's a very underrated performance because he's he's very understated, understated, very very introverted. He doesn't share his emotions too well. Okay. Because that's just the man that he was, uh, but I think but. it's one of the best space movies ever. It looks we it, got to see it in IMAX and and the we biggest the IMAX really... the biggest IMAX screen in the entire Tri State area. So we were able to see the moon landing on that huge screen, and it was and it looked really awesome. It's the best cinematography it of the year. The it is the best film score of the year. It is my favorite movie of the year. So to the shock of no one. Yeah. Anything Chazelle really, does, really I love. Good. I think Chazelle is probably the best young director in Hollywood. But I think he's very. I think I see a lot of people hate on him. It reminds me of like the hate that Jennifer Lawrence gets because he's getting so much so quick that you're like, ah, oh, this guy, nah, he hasn't earned anything yet. Like, I think he's the youngest Oscar winner of all time, like director wise. We'd have to check that. I, I'm quite confident he's the youngest best director winner of all time. But yeah, so I want to transition. 
from there real quick to two more things before we go uh i want to i'm gonna run through real quick my top 10 most anticipated movies of 2019 uh, I know I don't know you if Luda. Correct, did. it is Damien Chazelle at 32 years old Thanks. and 38 days. For what movie? What did he win the Oscar for? I don't know. Some oh, movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm gonna run through my ten. Lou, if you agree on these, you know, uh, I know you have some too, Ryan. Yes, I do. I actually, I, even have an honorable mention. I actually, <laughs> so I have two honorable mentions. The reason this isn't my number ten is because I don't know if it's fucking coming out or not. Wicked. So it's supposed to come oh, out yeah. next year. It's supposed to be next uh. December, but I'm not sure what's going on with that. My other one is probably not going to be a good movie, but Masters of the Universe is an honorable mention. That's probably not going to be a good movie, bro. I'm like <laughs> hyped for that because <laughs> that is. Do you like the original? The, uh, it's such a guilty pleasure. Nah, I got to show I'm Jen because good. it's so bad. It's the Dolph Lundgren is he? Definitely going to tweet through that whole movie. movie. Do you like that? Do you like the first one, Ryan? Uh, I have. I haven't seen it in forever I yeah it remember. is so bad but it, like <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is he-man Jen just gave me a look like no I'm good um so yeah my number 10 uh for the she-man movie what happened that's not wrong I don't. <laughs> I don't think she's oh, ever seen I don't know I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think she's ever seen the he-man cartoon right no right wait I've... you've never seen not watched it like that. Go ahead, Ryan. Tear her to pieces. Those are more geared towards boys. What? How have you not at least seen one episode or at least one story? Like, did girl. you not have Boomerang? Like, at least Boomerang. Did you not have Boomerang? <laughs> like, or something in the right, day. I had Boomerang. I had, How? Well, I had Boomerang, kind of. But, no. I watched Gargoyles. That's Batman. a great comparison. And, <laughs> you know. I mean, did they at least two? have the female version? Did you watch that? Like, Bobby's World. Side note, uh, Jen just stood up and she looks. She's about to record an album. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> because I've been watching, I've been watching Lou's Instagram stories, I'm, I'm and I'm just, it. I just feel inspired. I'm here for it. Just make it worth. It. Just make it worth it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Shout out to Lou's hashtag, artist. If you want to plug, hashtag shout out to Antoinette. There you hashtag go. Worth it. All right, so <laughs> here's my ten. I got Zombieland two as my number ten, most anticipated of 2019. Um, who's in that? Everybody. Well, it's not because of Emma Stone. Have you ever sure. seen Zombieland? Zombieland's fucking great. Uh, oh yeah, Zombieland's on Zombieland Two's on my list. I kind of fell asleep during it, but I can rewatch of course she it. Did. What? Sorry. <laughs> what? Well, G's here? <laughs> yeah, she just showed up. Just you really fell asleep through Zombieland? Yeah, it's but so I mean, funny. I, to be fair, I watch it like late at night. That Bill Murray cameo is still one of my favorite cameos. Oh, hell yes. All right, yeah, so so I'll go through. What's your number ten? Ryan, we'll just go one by one on this. Oh, well, first of all, my honorable mention, I know it's probably not going to be a good movie, but I like the original oh a lot. God. And I, I love how Jenny's you're setting this up. The only one with me on this one. What men want. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, so I'm going to no, hang up on you right now. Fun, that no, movie looks terrible. I do like terrible. what women want with Mel Gibson. <laughs> it, it, it it's not that bad. Gonna be fun, though. But yeah, this was gonna... look funny. And I like Taraji P. And I, I like the... love Taraji, but she, oh, this is not, have you seen the trailer, Lou? I have not. It looks so bad. It, it looks look so bad. bad, but I want to see it. And you know what although, looks, go ahead, Ryan, I'm sorry. I'm with you, Ryan, don't worry. It's not, it's not going to be what it really should be, because if women can read most men's thoughts, they'd probably cry and never want to touch men again. Yeah. But anyway. Um... God damn, pal. Number 10 is Escape Room. 
That, I don't know why. I, that's I'm with you. I'm it's with a you. January yeah. release. It's I'm the first you, movie uh, of the year. The that movie looks. Horror, you know, I'm here for the cheesy horror. Oh. I'm, with it. I'm with it. All right. So, yeah, your number ten. My number nine is "You Are My Friend." That's the Tom Hanks, uh, Mr. Rogers, Rogers movie that's oh, coming out. Okay. So oh, that may so be that may be a huge <laughs> Oscar player. Yeah. Uh, what's your number nine? My number nine is Zombieland Two. There you go. What is it? Zombieland Two. Oh, Zombieland Two. Okay. My number eight is Toy Story Four. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Yours is not higher. It's just because yeah. I feel like Toy Story Three was such a great ending. Was I don't yeah. know why. That's why. That's why it's we actually really lower on my list. And the fact Jenny and I get two movies on our on our <laughs> we honeymoon. We do. So we're so, going on our Disney cruise honeymoon, and we're gonna get two movies on the boat. We got Spider Man and Toy Story Four on the cruise, which is awesome. Nice. So because they premiere the movies yeah. on the cruise, nice. which is pretty dope. Nice. Um, my number seven. Keep. I have a whole Disney trend coming. So my number seven is The Lion King. My number seven is Shazam. You know what's funny? I'm not the Lion King. Like it's it, it, it's great. They were getting a live action Lion King, but what? Cute the, Simba. What's gonna be the difference? It isn't. There's no difference. <laughs> it really is. Well, there's, there's no difference. It's just the graphics. You know? Yeah. Like, why? Look at the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. There's no difference, and game. it's still really good. And so is uh. Well, it's not very good, but Beauty and the Beast is still good. Yeah, I guess. What didn't you good. like? Don't you like the the remake better than the original? I do. But is it, I mean, the Lion King is like it's literally literally like it's gonna be a step by step remake. Which I guess, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. Oh yeah, I don't need like Mufasa be like, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Mufasa like fuck the kid. Oh, of I'm still gonna. I'm definitely gonna go see it. Uh, keeping the Disney trend, my number six is Aladdin. My number six is Spider Man Far From Home. So Will Smith got like a lot of heat this week yeah. when Entertainment Weekly like brought out yeah, the picture so of the genie. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think they were like, what is this? So I don't think people know that on the Broadway show, that's exactly how he no, looks. No, no, no. But he he said he's like, don't worry. I'm like seventy percent of the movie he's CGI. He's like, that's just my human form when I go into town. So I guess there's a particular scene that he like. And that's his. Disguise. Well, there you go, Lou. They changed it because so I don't remember. Right, why, why are you putting me? I'm not worried. Because I don't remember. <laughs> no, because I don't remember the genie ever going into town. No, so like, oh, yeah, he said seventy percent of the movie is me CGI and I'm blue. So he said, "Don't." Oh, okay. He kind of right, like calmed down the haters. Like that's my one yeah, price. Yeah, he like calmed down the people that were like bitching about it. And he's like, "Well, people would have like, bitched of if he was blue. Like that's not Robert Williams." So. <laughs> yeah, that's not the right shade of blue. Yeah, exactly. But I wish they would have shown. I, oh, and the reason why they didn't put the CGI look is because they're still not done with it. Yeah. So they didn't want to put it out in the magazine right away. So which one do you um, think is gonna be better, Aladdin or Lion King? Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin is gonna Aladdin. be easier to transition. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The old, and I wasn't um because I saw like a small picture of him, and then I when I got home I saw it better. Uh. I guess detailed picture. Jafar looks great. Yeah, like Jafar's look looks really good. Um, and the, you did a really apparently good the ladies Jafar. love him now. The guy that plays Jafar. Who's that? I don't know. Some I think it's a new actor, but like there's I uh, I think it was uh, Hollywood funny. Reporter or something that said like yeah I think it was it, that too. They all love him now. But yeah, what's your number? Uh, seven. But no, real quick, I think uh, underrated uh, Jafar was. I forget the actor's name, but he plays Saeed on Lost. He was Jafar for the Once Upon a Time. That's Naveen Andrews. I think that's. Yeah, I can't remember Jafar? his name. The um, but yeah, no, no just shout out to him. I think he did Lost. really good Jafar. But no, that Jafar does look great. Oh no, this um, actor's different. I don't know where he's from. Actually. Yeah, so go ahead, Ry. Oh, Number hot five. Jafar. Hot Jafar. Number five is uh, oh. Lion King for me. Oh, oh my God. I I guess he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, apparently the ladies love him. So my number five is probably Jenna's number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's uh. Hello, Leo. Oh, put that on my list. I just don't know where. So Jen, yes. Jen's this week, Ryan. You weren't on that <laughs> oh, chat. Oh God. They they released the first two pictures of Leo in the movie, so and then one Jen, picture of Leo was not so bueno. I think he has dad bod, and she's like, yeah. ugh. And then, like, there's Ugh. nothing wrong with dad bod. No, that's fine. I don't care about dad bod, but it just it wasn't. And then the second picture him. is Leo looking. The second picture was like Leo. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I the only thing that worries me for I thought it was gonna be an awards player, um, but unfortunately, it's coming out in August. So I'm not sure. Um, they could still push it back though. My number four. I have a tie for my number four. Uh, it's it chapter two. Yes. Oh yeah, finally. One. And the Irishman. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's Scorsese's next movie. The reason it's not up because a little higher is because I worry about CGIing Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, because they have to CGI him young. The the the, the there. I'm not worried. Yeah. So, but the movie, the the premise looks great. Uh, it's a Scorsese movie, so. Uh, my number three. Oh, Ryan, what's your number four on that? My number four is Aladdin. Okay. So my number three is Joker. Because everything I've seen from that movie is starting to change. It's starting to change. Next year? Yeah, October. It's Comic Con weekend. Oh. Um, Ooh, Mad Joker's at Comic Con. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, um, I think he Alfred. looks. Ryan, I, I, I'm on my own here. I think he looks the best Joker look since Ledger. I mean, it's only. No, I. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's really not hard. Hard. Uh, And Gotham. <laughs> And Gotham too. Gotham took a laugh on the comic. So the reason I like him too is because I think I've told Jen or I said it on here is that Joaquin takes a little bit of every single Joker. Yeah, he has uh the Joker gang member mask from the Dark Knight with the with the yeah. blue paint down. Uh, he has yeah. Cesar Romero suit, which from the 1966. He has oh I didn't that. He has Ledger's hair, long hair. And uh, what is the Jack? There's one with Jack, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, the the lips. It might be the lips. I'm not. Sh- I can't remember 100. percent But he takes a little bit out of everything. And my favorite saying is, "The Joker is always multiple choice." Multiple so choice. it's like it's a different. You know, he's going to be different. Um, the only thing that still worries me is the director, but that's about it. Okay. Because Todd Phillips is a comedic director and i don't know how i feel about him well, directing the, the joker he's a comedic yeah. he's a comic. comedian yeah but the movie's not a comedy okay, <laughs> it's like but... a seinfeld with evil yeah, yeah. no no let's not no i don't like seinfeld so uh no but it looks good everything i've seen is looks really really good yeah. um see them run all over new york yeah the one thing that i like so too is that they uh they show uh they filmed by my by my job uh-huh so and i missed it by like a few hours Damn. Which, like, upset yes. me. I literally passed. There's a theater that they filmed that, like, a few weeks ago that I literally passed every day going to work. Same thing happened to me with Love and Hip Hop, man. I'm on the same boat with you. You, didn't miss, you, you missed Joe <laughs> Budden? You missed Joe Budden? I, I missed Joe Budden's wife. You <laughs> just got engaged. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, just run, I'll just run down my two and, my two and one right, real quick. I'll do, and I'll do mine. Yeah, so my number two is Avengers Endgame, and then my number one is Star Wars Episode Nine. My top three is Endgame, uh, then Joker, and then Star Wars. Yeah, so... Uh, A2 and Endgame for me. This, what happened? A2 and Endgame for me. Word. So, I mean, 
the Star Wars Nine stuff, I'm glad that no one. I think it's gonna sneak up on people this time around instead of like it's not gonna be as hyped. No what? one said Wonder Woman 1984. Isn't that next year? Because it got pushed to 2020. Lady. Damn it. Yeah, right. no, trust me. That I, that was my first thought when David hit me with come up with your most anticipated, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it got pushed off. That's right. Yep. All right, and then to finish up, Jen, I guess I'm going to go through my... I want to do want to go through my Oscar stuff real quick. I'm ready. I'm not going to go through everything, but I'm just going to go through the main categories. So for Best Picture, I have my number one is A Star is Born. I moved Black Klansman to my number two. Okay. Uh, I can see that. I, I moved Green Book number, to number three. Yeah. Uh, Rome was my number four. I think Green Book would surprise me if it did take it. It. W- I moved it if down it, because like, of all the up, now but... the, all the backlash with with Doctor Shelby's family and all that stuff. So. Eh, all publicity. So my number publicity. five, I have the favorite, and then I have six Black Panther. Actually, they're not doing the popular category this no, year. No, no, right? Black Panther's in. Black Panther is like. No, I know it's in, but I'm saying that would actually probably be the surprise. If it wins? I think it, it wins. I don't think it's going to win, but it wouldn't be the most shocking thing ever. No, but I Black Panther winning sho- Best I Picture? Be pretty shocking. Because I, I don't think be... there's... I think A Star is Born is a very good favorite. To, it's, I think it's very smart to put that as yeah. your number one. But I think it's going in the direction of La La Land. It's so praised by everybody. Yeah, it, but I'm talking about like a comic book movie winning Best Picture. Oh, would it shock me? The Academy's changed so much. I mean, look at the one one last year—a movie about a fish. Yeah. So. But that's, you know, those type of movies is a very artsy movie. The Shape of Water. Yeah, it's a very artsy movie. Ten years that. ago, that movie wouldn't even sniff the Oscars. Things have changed, which is—I don't think Black Panther's going to win. Changed enough to this point. To no, this I don't point. think it's going to win, but it wouldn't be the most shocking thing I—I I would see after the direction yeah. they've been going. All right, so now I have some that I'm. Not sure if they're going to make it, but this is my 7 through 10. So I have Mary Poppins Return as my number 7. I have the movie that's coming out of nowhere, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think it's in. Number. I hope it's not It's in. getting everywhere. It got Globe. It got SAG. I tell you this much. It the didn't, it didn't make anybody worthy. stop 10 today. The only no. one that, yeah, I li- yeah, the only Robbie one that's Ma- worthy is him. And I have Robbie a, Malik did and an I, amazing And job. I have a, a shocking thing for my next one. So if Beale Street could talk, it's starting to slip. So it, and first man's my number ten. So those are the bottom two that I don't know Shocker. if they're gonna get in or not. Is you don't think it's a best picture nominee? Who if Bill first man? Talk? Oh no, yeah, but I don't think it'll win. No, of course not. It's, all right, mm-hmm. I have director. I have Bradley Cooper number one, Spike Lee number two, Barry Jenkins number three, Alfonso Cuarón number four, and Peter Farrelly number five for Green Book. And then this is where I I've changed. I've moved a lot down. So I have lead actor. I have Bradley Cooper still number one, but I have Rami Malek number two. I can see that. If Robbie Malik wins the Golden Globe over Bradley Cooper, I think Robbie Malik is going to win the Oscar. Robbie Malik will probably win the BAFTA. Oh yeah, you know that's a that's a win. Yeah, that's true. He's uh, probably going to win the BAFTA. Viggo Mortensen, I moved to number three. Christian Bale, I have my number two, but I moved it down to number four because Vice is not getting great reviews. Uh, and then John David Washington from Black Klansman is my number. Uh, Who you guys all know is Denzel's son, right? Yeah, sounds exactly like him. He's also great on Ballers, if you guys watch Ballers. I hear him, and I'm like, Denzel. And I, don't, then, I don't hear Denzel when I hear him, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you really have to, like... Not in Ballers, at least. But he has the inflection. In Black Klansman, you can okay. tell. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, to finish off, lead actress, I have Lady Gaga as my number one. I have Emily Blunt as my number two. I have Glenn Close as my number three. I have Olivia Colman as my number four. And I have Elsie Fisher as my number five. That's my 
And Emma my, Stone just my, because. No, nah, well. I was like, don't say your boo because that's weird. Well, <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't a tennis movie. No, no, wait, who? Uh, Emma Stone. Oh no, 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 no! I meant like no. I thought he was gonna say Elsa. What are you, you? Like she's little. No. And then uh, to finish up support, <laughs> well, just yeah, to, what's with the beef? <laughs> to ra- to round out the acting nominations, supporting actor I have number one Mahershala Ali right now. But I think that's going to change. I'm going to put Sam Elliott back to number one. Adam Driver, number three for Black Klansman. Richard E. Grant and Timothy Chalamet, unfortunately. And then Best Supporting Actress. I move Regina King down to number two. I have uh, Rachel Weisz as my number one now. Okay. Uh, Claire Foy. Claire Foy is my number three. Emma Stone is my number four. And Amy Adams is my number five. Okay. Thoughts, Jennifer? I think that sounds good. I mean, I really liked Regina King's character in it in if Beale Street could talk but I do think Rachel Weiss had the better performance in the favorite she was a stronger character she was more not to spoil anything more like vindictive like I think she delivered really really well um so I actually would prefer to see her win it over Emma if I was going to choose of course she would favorite not just saying it's not Emma hate but I think she was a stronger performance um you know, like I really don't even think Olivia Coleman should be in that. I think it's category. the most overrated performance of 2018. Out of the movie, it's Rachel and Emma over Olivia, but whatever. Word. Uh, no, but I think I think you're on the money with it. Ryan, what do you think? For I'm sorry, exactly what like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> what's what's the Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, a perfect like, way to end actually, this episode. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say what what uh, anime was the Oscar uh, picture looking like? Oh, anime? That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> great, great answer. You didn't ask. I mean, you, uh, that wasn't what I asked. But yeah, so sure. The Incredibles two, probably for sure. <laughs> so my so animated film. What I have is my number one is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, number two is The Incredibles. Number three is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Number four is Isle of Dogs. And then number five is um, Mirai. It's this anime film that's apparently getting a lot of love. So that's where I have it. But I have Spider-Man winning. I think well, I don't, Spider-Man's winning the Oscar. I'd like to see awesome. Spider-Man win. Imagine Spider-Man wins animated and then Black Panther takes home the Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's Can you imagine? Happen. That's not going to happen. Black Panther was a It'll be the year of the geek. Does that have a chance? <laughs> Basically, I, I, I'm, rooting for, I'm rooting for her. Uh, but I guess that has a chance. Well, you have a room for, you're rooting for who? Her. The, the R&B artist, her. Like her name is her? Yeah. Okay. I put Jen out to her. Sure. <laughs> her album was amazing. Nice. All right. So that pretty much wraps up 2018, guys. Thanks for another great year. Thanks for the support so far. We'll see you in 2019. Or you'll hear us in 2019, more like it. (laughs) Yep. So see you guys later. Happy New Year. Peace. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.